Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Jackpot, baby. Raiders Fan Radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders Fan Radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most singing, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph. Well, not old. I'm not that old yet. Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Episode number 265 of Raiders Fan Radio coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave on a Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? Why not, man? Yeah. Well, you know, because we always do the I show. Don't, I don't do the show alone, do I? <laughs> no, I don't, thank goodness. Thank goodness. You know, because, well, normally, normally, you know, we do. And sorry, you didn't. Introduce me. Okay. Will you please introduce me? So my name is Murph, and I will be your. Hi, uh, Murph. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be your host for tonight. But I am not in the booth alone. We have a, a three-person booth tonight. And can't wait to introduce you to the rest of us that are here in the fan cave. Before we get to that, though, real quick, thank you to everybody that is on the YouTube. We appreciate you jumping jumping in there and joining us live. Uh, Kill Jadis is in there. Tyrone Graves, Raider Rue, Daniel Mangus, Ebony Graves, Miguel Ruiz, Herman Munster. That's appropriate for this time of year. Uh, Al is in there. Daniel Mangus, Raider Rue. Uh, let's see, William Holcomb is in there. Foxy Scorpio is in there. Chris Wood is in there. Uh, Fargo Raider is in there. So many of our good friends. Yoshi, Paul, and, uh, and Shropshire, Rogue Code. Oh my gosh, man. We got, a, we got a packed house in the chat room. And so appreciate you very much and appreciate, appreciate everybody that is joining us on the audio feed. Then you can find that on any podcast service just by searching for Raiders Fan Radio. 
And uh, we are supported by our good friends and partners at Fansided and Just Blog Baby, where we are the official Raiders podcast. And so uh, if you wouldn't wouldn't mind doing us a favor, even if you watch the show live on the YouTubes, go out and find us on the audio audio feed there. Just search Raiders Fan Radio, give it the like, hit a subscribe, give us a review. Anything that you do to support the show helps us support our foundation. Wow. And speaking of that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my best friend and yours uh, from the Western I'm going to talk tonight from the Western. Just Annex turn the, the camera to me, dude. Okay, there you go. Swag Jeff. It's Swag <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, I was trying man. to give you your propers. You were giving me plenty of propers. You said you were going to introduce me, and then you did 20 minutes of, of, of the housekeeping. Bro, we got housekeeping to do. We got to pay respects to the ones that enable this show. That's true. That's like, true. This One Nation Foundation doesn't fund itself, man. Uh, no, absolutely not. Right. And clearly so, because in the chat... Big Shane is in the chat, says he received his RFR shirt, much appreciated, oh, and donates $100 to the One Nation Big Foundation. Shane. Big Woo. Shane, you the man. You the man. Appreciate oh, you. That is incredible. We, yes. we appreciate you, Big Shane, so very, Absol- very much. Absolutely, man. And uh, Swag Jeff, tell everybody where that money goes. Of course. Well, it goes on the One Nation Foundation. So when we decided that that we can raise some money doing this stupid little show that we do, that, you know, we decided we wanted to give every bit of that away. So we started donating to the Bolitnikoff Foundation, and the money kind of started growing. We started really, you know, racking in some big money, so we decided to do it proper and and set up a, set up a nonprofit. So that's what we did, the One Nation Foundation. We still, we give to several different Raiders-related charities throughout the year. Our big donation that we always do at the end of every year, of course, is the Bolitnikoff Foundation for Tracy place of hope and the Blitnikoff center of hope and all that good stuff so so yeah so we do all that we uh we're rocketing uh, pretty much rocketing past eight thousand right now which was what our goal was so we'll just kind of let you know at you know in december or whatever what that donation is going to look like uh to the Blitnikoff. so yes very very excited for that and so thank you big shane that hundred dollars is is going right to the one nation foundation absolutely and such strong fundraising efforts by by you all this year we cannot appreciate you enough and uh we are uh, definitely go out of our way to highlight the idea that this money is not from us we are the vessels we turn on the microphones and talk to you guys about about the Raiders, but you're the ones that raise all this money at 100% of this is funded by Raider Nation. And then again, even if you can't support us monetarily, just support the show. Tell your Raider friends about us. You know, give the YouTube a like or subscribe. Anything that you can do to help with that because that increases our advertising opportunities. And then that's where we get we take that money and give it to the foundation as well. So thank you so very, very much, Big yes. Shane, for that uh, for that uh, that Benny in there. One hundred percent, right out of the gate. So Jeff, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So so you what? know, you mentioned that it was a three man uh, three man booth. It's you a three person booth. Three Jeff. Person. Let's keep it politically correct around here. Well, why don't here. you just let me do my thing? Well, and turn I was going to set you up. Let me. Can I set you up? Would, would you, you mind? Have, you mind being a partner instead of instead of having an, an, an adversary in the fan cave? Well, someone's got to give you shit in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> here's what I'm. Here's what I'm thinking. You adorn the southern annex of the western annex of the Merce fan cave desk, and you are my. I introduce you as my best friend and yours. Sure. You have someone at the eastern annex of the southern annex of the Merce fan cave desk. Yeah, the eastern the eastern annex of the western annex of the southern annex of the Merce fan cave desk. It is my best friend and yours. Uh, Michelle Sweat. Hey. Welcome, Michelle. Yes, I'm, I'm really glad to be here. Thanks for thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Twenty minutes twenty minutes after the top of the show, you finally get introduced. Ooh, yeah, hey, yeah. You know we have multiple tops of the That's show. The around build here. up, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. it's a build up. Absolutely. Well, so uh, Michelle, you did such an amazing job. Of course, Michelle has been a friend of our show for a long, long time, and both not just on the show, but in real life as well. And uh, and you and your amazing family, we've all become great friends. And so you sat in. 
and hosted the RFR After Dark show that we did when everyone was in town for the Titans game. And, you know, that evening we were like, you know what, Michelle needs to be part of the show more often. So you're going to join us uh, at least on the semi-regular, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be here whenever I can. That's Whenever awesome. you want me here, I'm here. That's awesome. Well, tell Raider Nation, for those that don't know you, a little bit about your Raider fandom, your origin, all that good stuff. Okay, well, um, I became a Raider fan when the Raiders moved to L.A., uh, my family were big Raiders fans and well mostly my aunt she uh, did the tailgate with the boosters and I started like just looking at the team and thinking mm, that's I want to be a part of that so that's where it started and and that's where we're going that's awesome that's awesome well, welcome into the fan cave Michelle has great takes uh, which is not only is she a very very passionate Raider fan but she's got mm-hmm. great takes and uh, so we're, we're, we're thrilled to, to welcome her in as, as part of the team part of the squad <laughs> Woo! absolutely let's go, man. you literally have a seat at the table Michelle <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's so go so let's go and and if you're if you're watching on the on the video here live on the YouTube which everyone in the chat are, is check out that logo much respect, Ooh, much respect Z-Bot. to Jimmy Zbot coming in clutch again with the amazing Michelle it. logo. Really, That's really cool. Holy cow! He That's nailed cool. it. And yes. you're also rocking the DADC shirt, yes. which yes. is uh, which and and Come some on. W- one of you, Michelle. You want to let them know where they can find that shirt? Oh, T Public. Yes, <laughs> yes, totally, <laughs> totally. And 100 of that money that we get from T Public goes to the One Nation Foundation. And, Absolutely. And so, Jeff, you're going to get that logo put up there very soon. Oh, yeah? It'll, yeah, it'll probably be up tonight. Perfect. Just so I can buy it. Because <laughs> <laughs> me and my wife want one of them. Oh. For Absolutely. Sure. Right, yeah. on. right on. That's awesome. Well, appreciate both of y'all being here tonight and I look forward to talking to uh, not just to YouTube, but everybody that's in the chat room tonight about some mm. uh, some cool Raiders stories c- coming up. We got a lot, we got a lot to get to tonight. Of course, we always do around this time of year. Uh, a lot of fun to have tonight and, uh, and, and of course, a lot of uh, Raider stories to get to. So before we get to that, though, we always take our episode number and we tie it back to something significant in within Raider Nation and swag. Jeff, who do you have tonight? Absolutely. So each and every week, I take a significant moment within Raider Nation related back to the episode number, and it is two sixty-five this week. And we are going. We're going pretty far back. We're going pretty far back tonight. We are going to October twenty-seventh, nineteen sixty-eight. Ooh, yeah, nice. yeah. You, okay. Do you remember that? <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> Well, I think one of the men guy in there said, nah, Murph, you're old. You he are did, the old buddy, Murph. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I am man. almost 50. I guess that's... That's, that's not yeah. old. That that's, is not no, old. No. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> no, 50 is the new not. 40. That's exactly there you right. go. Just like one in three is the new two and two. That's, that's yeah. right. That's, that's, yes. There you go. There you go. So 1968, October 22nd, the Raiders are victorious 31 to 10 over the Bengals, a decisive game that helped create a 12 and 2 season and a berth to the 68 AFL championship game. This day was heavily, heavily reliant on the running game, led by Roger Hagberg, uh, Pete Banizak, and Hewitt uh, Dixon. Yeah, Hewitt Dixon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Raiders compiled 265 rushing yards in that game. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Solid. So old, ro- old, old Rooster Banizak. Pete Banizak, mm-hmm. you know what they used to say about old Banizak? Of course I do. Tell him. Well, if you needed a yard, if I got to get you a yard. Yeah. If you needed three yards, he'd get you a yard. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, so uh, appreciate you all in that and I uh, appreciate that swag, Jeff. Uh, great job there. There was something else I was going to tell you real quick before we went to contact info. And now I can't remember what it is. Like oh, me? I know what I was going to say. So, before the show, so we were looking at Michelle's logo, that really, really cool logo that Jimmy Z bought. Yes. Did. 
And she said, well, maybe I'll be like Cher Madonna because everybody else has got like multi, you know what I mean? Well, of course, I'm just Murph. But like, but, you know, Uncle Mosh and Swag yeah, Jeff and yeah. something like a nicknamey thing. <laughs> and she's like, mine's just Michelle. And I was thinking, and I meant to tell you this afterwards after you made that comment. Leave it to the chat room to come up with the best nicknames. That's where QB Jeff came from. That's where Swag oh, nice. Jeff came from. Raider Rue in the chat room says Michelle Sweat. No, no, no. It's Michelle Swear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's, yes. That's pretty good, Raider Rue. That's there pretty good. Go. That's pretty good. All right, Swag Jeff, take us some contact info. Absolutely. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Ooh, hey, Raider Nation, <laughs> you got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut, shut up. up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Ticky Ticky Tocky Tock. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go, go to, to the YouTube. YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. good. Oh, hey! that's pretty good. Let's go. Let's go. That's solid. That's solid. That was that was okay. good. Good effort. First one out of the gate. No, that I was like good. It. That was good. I like that was good. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you heard uh, the one and only, the legendary Uncle Mosh there. Uh, yes. Do our contact info. Mm-hmm. And so uh, here at the top of the show, we always do respect. Uh, we don't do props. We don't do shoutouts around here. Nothing wrong with those things. Although we do say those things a lot. We say props and shoutouts all the time. But anyway. Sure. But the official segment is called respect. Because we're Italian and we like to uh, you know, give a little yeah. bit of respect, you know. So, uh, so here we go. Top of the show, we're going to give respect. And uh, well, as soon as I can, f- why can I never find the respect music? Swag Jeff, it's it's literally. <laughs> it's my favorite. Like, That's really my favorite. I really don't know where it is. So, Swag Jeff, Uh-oh. like I got to find that thing. Okay, Murph, Swaggy J Nation. <laughs> where the heck is it? This is unbelievable. Are we going to have to acapella this? Is that? Yeah, right. Right. I'm going to have to find it. Okay. Anyways, but so, well, shout out the chat room while I'm finding the damn. Absolutely. So we'll also give respect tonight to uh, Pineapple, uh, Freddie B's in there, Paul's in there, Matthew Mangus, Bam Raider. What's up, Bam? Uh, It's Bam's uh, birthday. Oh, it is Bam's birthday, Bam. Dude, yeah. Let's go, man. Happy birthday, Bam. Yeah, from Music City Raider Nation, we love Bam. Uh, Raider Ruse in there. Miguel Ruiz is in there. Uh, Foxy Scorpio's in there. Kill Jadis, my wife. Uh, let's see, Matthew Mangus. Let's see, Daniel Mangus. Michelle Sweat's in there. Of course she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ebony Graves. Let's uh, let's see, Matthew is in there. 
Fargo Raiders in there. Tyrone Graves is in there. And he had a $5 donation said, oh, Uncle Mosh looks different tonight for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we man. appreciate you, Tyrone Graves. And so, yeah, here at the top of the show, let's give a little bit of respect. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation. It's time for that part, right? respect. <laughs> you know... Respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salut and much respect to the following folks. We're so stupid. So damn stupid, man. Legit my favorite part of this show. So that's the first time you probably heard that live. And it's even stupider in person. It's even more magical live. It's even better. I'm telling you. It's like live at Budokan over here, man, when you hear that thing going. Oh, my gosh. That is too good. All right. So, hey, so here at the top of the show, we want to give respect. And uh, so I've got a few folks to give respect to. Yes. Uh, So hit Mosh here at the top. Why not? Let's go ahead and hit Mosh here at the top because we just heard his voice. And so uh, I want to let you know, Raider Nation, that uh, Uncle Mosh is going to step aside from the show for a little while. Um, I would say it's indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Uh, we, he's always welcome to, to be here and, and we'll, we'll have him as, as, as we can as he's available. Health is great. Uncle Mosh is great. He's enjoying his semi-retired life, and uh, I think he's going to introduce a semi-retired phase of Raiders fan radio yeah. uh, into his life. So there's some, we got it. We got his stuff back there. We got his glasses for those of you on the audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, we got his glasses. This is a shrine. He's not dead. He's no. He's not. He's not dead. He's, he's just, just. He's just retired. He's just you know, retired. He, reti- he retired from teaching. He was there for you know teaching for thirty years now, and so he retired from that. And so so yeah. So he's 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 retired from the show. And, you know, and he will be up in the rafters forever. And whenever we, you know, and whenever and whenever and the number 60, will be retired in here. So, oh, you know, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yes. So, and, it's, and with dual meaning there with this, you could see on the, uh, on the, the video feed is Zoda oh, Sis Oh, it is. <laughs> so, uh, Uncle Mosh, you know, we love you. Uh, yes. everybody here yes. in the fan cave, of course, and everybody in the chat and everything, uh, we'll miss having you as part of this show on, on a regular basis and look forward to, to still hearing your voice. We uh, love you, Uncle Mosh. Here in the yes. show. We, we absolutely love, love you. Love you, love you. Um, so I've got something fun for, to play for y'all. Okay. So speaking of Uncle Mosh, okay, and we're going to give a little bit of, we're going to give a little bit of respect because that's what we do. Um, I've got his first ever appearance on Raiders oh, no. Fan yeah. Radio. Oh, nice. Yeah, check this out. So this is Uncle Mosh in March of 2018 doing his first ever show here on Raiders Fan Radio. Khalif oh. Mars, you mentioned it at the top of the game. There he is. He's a tight end. An offensive lineman playing tight end. He releases the ball in the belly of the big man for a touchdown. I love it when the big guys catch passes. I love it when the big guys, they just don't get their hands on the football enough. It's, it's, uh, it's always fun and exciting to watch. So anyways, thank you again for joining us here on episode number 69 of Raiders Fan Radio. As I mentioned, my name is Murph. I'll be your host for the show. And, you know, I mentioned on the last show that, that Sonny was going to take a little bit of a hiatus, in which he has. And also, I'm not really much into podcast selfies. It's not really a lot of fun to do these things by yourself. Besides the fact, who wants to listen to me drone on for an hour at a time? So... I brought in backup, and I've got an amazing co-host this week, a co-pilot live here in the Dago Dungeon South. Give it up for the one and only Uncle Mosh. Woo! Yeah, and you know what? Uh, Anytime that I can come on a podcast and they start off the first 
like minute and a half saying, release it in the belly of the big man. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of your motto for life. Oh, my gosh. It makes me feel right at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, ask me how I'm doing. How are you, Uncle Mosh? I'm just fantastic, Sonny. Oh, no, wait. That's your line. That's my line. You can't steal my line. Yeah. But now you have your line about the belly of the beast. The belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Release the ball in the belly of oh, the big man. belly of the big man, not the belly of the beast. The belly yeah, of the big yeah. man. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you, Mosh, for joining us here. Oh, uh, man. My pleasure. For uh, for episode, of course, Raiders Fan Radio. So we got a few things to get to All today. All right. So we go episode so number 216. Or no, that was episode 69. 69. And yeah. what are we? We're 265. So almost 200 oh, wow. episodes later. Uh, of Uncle Mosh uh, being part of Raiders Fan Radio. And so, uh, once again, man, we, we miss you and we love you. And uh, I've got one more thing for you because you can't talk about Uncle Mosh, yeah. especially on Chiefs Week, <laughs> right? and not mention probably the thing mm. content-wise he was most famous for around here at Raiders Fan Radio. So without further ado, for so those of you that aren't familiar, Uncle Mosh hates the Chiefs, right? Yeah, he does. I know a lot of Raiders same, fans same. hate the Chiefs, right? We all hate the Chiefs. Uncle Mosh blessed us with a six-minute tirade yes. about why he hates the Chiefs. So let's go ahead and, and, and uh, end this little bit of respect here with Uncle Mosh by kicking it off with, or ending it, with the Autumn Storm. I hate the Chiefs. You hate the damn Chiefs. <laughs> I, I hate them. I hate them. You don't even understand, Swaggo, how much I hate them. Here, so here's my question. <laughs> Why? 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 Do you Why? Hate the Why? Why is it okay to trash the Queefs? Nay, <laughs> to have unbridled hatred for the Chiefs. Is it? Is it? Is it because their quarterback remains the only player who's an active member of an NFL team that, when speaking, conjures up images of Kermit the Frog? <laughs> Is it because when he and the other KC Queefs wear their uniforms, they remind us of ketchup and mustard on a hot dog, a.k.a. wiener? (laughs) Okay, look, it's bad enough somebody would actually ruin, I say, defile a perfectly good sausage made with leftover pork parts, bovine byproducts, and mystery meat with what a dose, with a dose of ketchup when all good and true Americans know if you are older than seven years old, the only acceptable semi-liquid condiment allowed on a hot dog is mustard. Speaking of mustard, <laughs> mustard-colored uniforms are no excuse to cheer for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I hate them and their incorrigible fans as well. And because we brought up patriotism and all things truly American, let's not go down that rabbit hole about my hatred and disdain for America's team, the Cowgirls. The Raiders may not be America's national team, but they are the one and only nation. And our team is not restricted by national boundaries or simple little titles and labels. We are a worldwide phenomenon, a movement, if you will, a collection of passionate obsessives and loyal followers. We are Raider Nation. Yes. Knock on wood if you're with them. But I digress. Back to my original point. You see, it's very simple. All right. I hate the Chiefs! (laughs) 
And hate is a strong word. And as I unconditionally support my team in silver and black, nay, love my team, and I am watching a game against any other team, I hate the other team. (laughs) Seriously, seriously, how hard is that? Why must you hate them, you ask? Well, let me explain it to you. (laughs) Love and hate are as strong of emotions as you can get. And when I remember slash flashback to the golden days of my fandom and the beginning of my budding affair with the Raiders, if you will, as I began to love and support my team and take football seriously, it was crystal clear to me that when some upstart other team who is hell-bent on my demise shows up to piss on my parade, well, I ain't having it. As my fandom grew and my silver and black loyalty grew, my only recourse was for pure and unadulterated hatred in its finest form. Please don't be confused. I'm not your basic burgeoning curmudgeon who hates everything. In fact, yes, I love my fellow man. I love my Lord and Savior. I love my country. I love my Raiders. I love Swag Jeff. And I love most of my family. (laughs) But for four hours, usually twice a year, I shelve my faithful of forgiveness. I choose to forget the oath I took when I joined the service at 18. And I declare those in ketchup and mustard uniforms and their fans, especially their fans, are my sworn enemies. So there you have it. (laughs) That is my anti-chief's testimony, my rant, or my confession, if you will. It's the reason, it's my very own personal reason that I believe 100% in my heart, it's okay. Nay, mandatory. (laughs) It is a complete must without reservation or equivocation for me to trash talk and completely, wholeheartedly, and with everything I have and every ounce of strength I could muster to declare boldly with my silver and black cloud head held high, I hate the Chiefs. Yes! Let's go! Knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> oh my gosh, so good. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All right, no, there's nothing to match the autumn storm, man. Absolutely, it was my favorite things ever. Oh. And, so... and Matthew Mangus is already preemptively giving me shit in the chat. Oh, about sitting in my chair? About sitting in his chair. Well, it, you know, Matthew, if you tuned in every week, <laughs> yeah. you would know that Uncle Masha's chair broke 
during the Titans week, during, courtesy yeah, of Raider yeah. Ramon. Yes, absolutely. So, so that, that chair is is uh, is going to be hung in the rafters somewhere. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, so we will. Uh, yeah, so I'll be scooching my chair. We'll be doing kind of a whole setup, and we'll talk about that. But. We'll talk about that. We're gonna we're gonna scooch around some of, some of the equipments. Actually, what needs to happen here? This is more than you want to know, Raider fan. But we need to break down the fan cave again. We've got some new equipment that we're gonna we're gonna install, and we're gonna upgrade some stuff. And so next week on the bye week, we're off next week. So uh, so don't look for us next week. Uh, of course, we'll be on the socials and all that good stuff, especially because we're all going to be celebrating this win against That's the Chiefs. Right. Mm. Um, so we're going to be all over that, but no RFR proper next week um, because we're going to be redoing a bunch of stuff in here. So anyways, so check us out there. And, and thanks uh, as well for joining us on a Thursday. Like we, so last, last night was, was Wednesday when we normally do the show, which we always do the show at 4 p.m. Pacific on Wednesday and 7 p.m. Eastern. Right. But I went to a concert. Yeah, and it was did. it was awesome, man. So I went and saw Earth, Wind, and Fire. Michelle, oh, so I know you're a music junkie like yeah. I am. Have you ever yeah. seen Earth, Wind, and Fire? I've never seen them. Oh my god, I've gosh. never seen them. They're so I put oh. I put bands in like older bands in three categories. You either stink, you know, or right. you're you're good for your age. Oh right, or they're just good. So like. <laughs> um I won't say the band that I saw that just kind of stunk, but like, well, Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah. But um, they just, they're just not good anymore. Um, but then like Tesla, when I saw them, I uh, saw them right before COVID, they were really good for their age. Like oh, you could nice. tell that like those notes was hard for Jeff Keith to hit that and stuff, but they were still really good. Mm. Earth, Wind and Fire is like the damn Black Crows when I saw them oh. last year. Earth, Wind and Fire. Phil Bailey's 71 years old and has full range still. Like, Verdine White, like, just crushing on the bass. Like, they were so freaking awesome. Like, if you guys get a chance, and I think there's only one date left on their tour, but oh. Earth, Wind & Fire, they've been around for 50 Ever. years. More than 50 <laughs> years that band has been, and kill it. It's oh. so, so good. Anyway, so that's why we're on Thursday tonight. But let's talk about the Raiders. How about we do that at the, here at the top of the show? Swag Jeff. Oh, my gosh. Shout out the chat room. Let's get to it. Absolutely. So Miguel Miguel Ruiz is in there. Uh, Foxy Scorpio, Rogue Code. Paul is in there. Ebony Graves, Edgar V. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fargo Raider, Pineapple, William Holcomb. Uh, Ebony, with uh, she's donated uh, 20 bucks so far tonight. Oh, uh, thank you, Miss Ebony. Said, just says Uncle, Uncle Mosh, enough said. Amen. We agree. Amen. We agree. The Mangus Boys are in there. Herman Munster's in there. Blind Athlete's in there. Uh, LV Maximus is in there. Uh, the whole crew, man, for sure. Right on. Fellas, we've learned a lot so far, and now we're starting to learn how to win. But I'll tell you right now, that was a damn good, hard-fought victory in the division. Leaders, you did a great job last week of leading and getting everybody right on the same page here, and we earned this one. All right, we earned this one. You deserve it. All right, I learned a long time ago, I learned a long time ago, players win games. Okay? Players win games, and that's what I saw on the field today. All right, congratulations. Congratulations. You got a lot of wins, but it's your first one. Yes, sir. I appreciate and love every single one of you guys, man. It's so much fun to come to work and try to lead this group, and we're going to get better and better and better. You keep your head down and you keep grinding, okay? Yes, sir. I've heard this one before. Give me win on three. One, two, three. Win! Oh my gosh, isn't it nice to be talking about a Raider win for the first well, time in like go. forever? Let's go. Oh my gosh. And you know what my favorite part, or one of my favorite parts about this Raider win, we've talked a lot about our, the teams that we hate most, right? Of course, sure. we all hate the Chiefs, of course, as, uh, as Marshall brilliantly put. 
mine, even though, like, I guess it's because I'm a younger fan, but like, uh, so I don't have that hatred of the Steelers and whatever, like, you know, that those like old, old, really going back rivalries are. The Broncos are mine. I can't stand the Broncos. I hate them more than anything in the whole world. Uh, and I don't hate anything, but I hate the gang, the name Broncos. You know, it's been a thousand and thirteen days since we lost to the Denver Broncos. Damn. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yes. The, lo- the Denver Broncos have never beaten the Las Vegas Hell Raiders. No, they haven't. And if I just jinxed them, then you can blame me. <laughs> but man, wasn't that a great game? Wasn't that so fun to watch? You know, you and I talked a lot about Swag Jeff about how Russell Wilson. I'm sorry, he's overrated. Trash. If it wasn't for Marshawn Lynch and the Legion of Boom, dude's not wearing a ring. Nope. You know, and and you look at that Seattle team now, they're not all that bad. He didn't elevate them to some like, you know, he didn't elevate them at all. He's definitely not elevating the Denver Broncos. So that was really sweet. You know, the other, we can nitpick some things. And yes, we'd like to see Chandler Jones do better. And there's a, there's a handful of things we could pick at. But man, what an exciting game as an overall. And it, feel, it feels like the Raiders established themselves for what their identity was going to be. Oh. Even this early, five or four games in, that it really, it really took them to win this game decisively to establish what their identity potentially is going to be for the rest of the season. Sure, absolutely. Well, so, so you know, the first few weeks of the season, especially week one, but but the first few weeks, we we've been very critical of Derek Carr and how he forces a lot of things, and he you know was force feeding Devontae the ball the first week, and he just kind of you know and some stupid picks and stupid decisions and stuff like that. Let's not forget that Josh McDaniels was probably doing the same thing in a lot of aspects. You know, this guy. Obviously, you know, coach being the head coach again and all that stuff. Let's remember his first stint. He was coaching those stupid ass Broncos <laughs> and sucked, and he was not good. And so I think, well, well, can I throw a little thing out there at you? If you'd like, sure. He took a freaking Broncos team with Tim Tebow quarterback to the playoffs, and they beat the Steelers. Okay, so sure. it ended horribly. And, but okay, but I will say that though, like he's he's the guy that like apparently there's a story out there now that he where he says like I could teach any I could teach a high school quarterback how to win the NFL because he thinks that much of his talent to be able to coach, which is I mean that's a pretty bold statement. We'll see if it pays off, Cotton. But like, but I think that it's um, I, I like the idea that he's that confident. Um, and so um, <laughs> they're getting attacked by the dog over there. Um, Zeke, come here, come here, buddy. Go go go. Oh my gosh. Okay, but um, but I do like that idea that like. Hi, buddy. Um, okay, but uh, where I don't, but yes, he was able to take Tim Tebow, who obviously didn't sure. work out. Okay, in the well, NFL. it ended poorly. It ended poorly, and 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 Josh McDaniels as a head coach, it was it was it was not a good thing when it was all said and done. So I think he really wanted to come out in the season and just light it up. He wanted to light up the passing game. He wanted to do all these things, and you know, and I think maybe that closed door meeting that him and Mark had last week after last week uh, week prior's game against the Titans. Mm-hmm. I think it was maybe just like, hey, dude, like, okay, get back to your game. Let's not try to do anything fancy and anything crazy and do all this craziness. Get back to your game. Let's not abandon the running game. Let's not do those things, you know. And so it it, it was really refreshing to see a full team victory on Sunday. I mean, everybody was working together, you know, and everyone was making, you know, for the most part, smart decisions, you know, Derek Carr, we know that he can run the ball. Like that was a beautiful thing to see him running the football. Josh Jacobs, a career day for him. Mm. Unbelievable. I mean, the defense, you know, we look at the preseason. So the preseason, we were undefeated, 
Everything looked great. Everything was running like a well-oiled machine. I mean, we had people coming down for blitzes and doing all the things right on defense and stuff like that and had the running game going. And the passing game will help the running game and vice versa. So you see a full team game and then you see a guy like Nate Hobbs coming in and flying in and doing his stuff too. Like, it reminded me of watching a preseason game, which we loved. Absolutely. <laughs> what was what, Michelle? What was your overall takeaway? I mean, I, I think I'm I'm looking forward, and this I don't want to sound like down, but I'm looking forward to watching a game where I'm not so panicked. You know, like because when I'm watching, I'm like Josh Jacobs is is barreling through, and obviously, like that's great. But I'm in my mind, I'm like, hold on to the ball, hold on to the ball, hold on to the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Derek Carr's running, and I'm like, God, hold on to the ball, hold on to the ball, hold on to the ball. And I'm having to like look away from things, and I'm just I'm ready for a game. I hope that this game, I feel like things started clicking, and more. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we lost the first three games, so it's like things are starting to click. Like God above, please let everything click for this next game. Like I just, I, things were clicking so good. I want the next step to be a game. I mean, obviously I know the Kansas City game is going to be a tough game, but I just want a game where I'm not so freaking panicked <laughs> yeah. and having to close my eyes and watch through fingers. And you know, like I'm just looking, I just want a game. So that, that was my problem this game. Cause it was a good game and obviously we won and, and I'm, freaking ecstatic that we won but at the same time i was in a panic most of the game and i just i'm tired of panicking <laughs> absolutely you know that would be it sure would be nice to see the raiders have a decisive victory <laughs> yes, at some yes, point yes. Uh, i don't think we're gonna no, get it this no, weekend casey no, no. uh i think we're we're um very fortunate to have a competitive game and of mm -hmm. course you yes. know i'm gonna root and and assume that the raiders are gonna win because i think they're gonna win every single game same objectively though when we pull back this is a tall order yeah. Freaking KC hung a 40-burger on the Buccaneers at home. You know, and that Buccaneers defense is no joke. But like, honestly, though, like, I don't know if you've heard that Giselle, you know, I think she's pulled back some of her spells that she's cast on Tom Brady. <laughs> so I think, like, he's not going to have the, the year that he thinks he's going to have because Giselle's she's pulled back on some of those. She's The sage isn't burning and the... And the, the shrines aren't shrining, so I don't know. I don't know. I think things might not be good for him. Well, that's, that's, you know, that's an interesting point because, you know, look, I mean, players are still human, and even when right. you're the greatest yeah. player of all time like Tom Brady, he's still a human being, and these challenges they have and this reported divorce mm. and all that kind of stuff, it's yeah. got a weigh on them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so, we'll, we'll, you know, it's curious if that weighed on But they still scored, though. Yeah. They still, like, yeah. and it's just that, that Chiefs offense is just no <laughs> joke. So I think it's going to be, and we're going to talk about the Chiefs game here in, in a minute, but it's like I feel like it, we're going into one of those games, Jeff, where, like, everything has to click like yeah. i think we can but it's got to be like we can't afford not one mistake because you make one mistake they're gonna gut you mm. you know yeah no i i totally agree and you know but i think if we come out and play the same way that we played against the broncos you know there were a couple you know there was a what was it the the colt miller play where he was downfield and you know and it was a big game that we had called back or it was a touchdown that got called back yeah or something, yeah, 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 or yeah, something uh -huh. like that so you know so we got to eliminate those mistakes you know i mean we, we're really we're not getting penalized the way that we have in years past which is a beautiful thing but it still has happened and it happens in crucial moments yeah. and so yeah so everyone's got to tighten up buckle down you know do all the right things the little things that josh mcdaniels always talks about but you know i mean as far as team play and stuff like that if we can you know build we got to build off this momentum 
You know, it, it, there's a huge difference going into the bye week being one and four and two and three. It's it's huge. You know, I mean, I know we said last week, you know, if, if, if they lost to the Broncos, it might be ball game. You know, I'm not saying that at one and four, it'll be ball game, but it'd be pretty damn close. So we've got to, you know, normally after the bye week is when we suck. So, right, and, so right, right, if, yeah. if we can get our suck out of the way before and come That's in, a good point. come in with a little momentum, and you know, then and our schedule kind of lightens up. It really does. Yeah. We got Colts in there. We got Texans in there. We got. I mean, we got some winnable games in there. Sure. Uh, post this Chiefs game and the bye week. All right. So uh, the big star. I'm wearing his jersey tonight. The big yeah. star of the game, of course, is Josh Jacobs. Man, let that young man eat. Like I, we've all been screaming for it, and it finally happened. And uh, and w- he did not let us down and uh you know there's a really interesting uh catalyst to this story about why josh jacobs performed the way that he did overheard you attribute this one to the lucky socks what was on the song oh man so our uh, equipment guy gave me some uh some Darth vader socks <laughs> yeah. and uh literally earlier in the week i needed some socks he's like man it's the only ones i got i said all right better morocco i was like i lucky like these can i have me let me have them so i said yeah they're my lucky socks now <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that, man. So, you know, if, if those of you that can see the fan cave here, we were uh, big fans of the wars. And, uh, yeah, that's awesome, man. Now we got got the Death Star. Uh, of course, they're playing in and, and love a good Star Wars Raiders tie-in. And there's Josh Jacobs uh, rocking the Darth Vader socks. And I hope he's a little bit stitious and wears them again. <laughs> like, wear them all year long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't wash them. Don't wash them. Don't wash them. Run, run for fourteen to 1,500 yards. Get a big fat yeah. contract and be a Raider for the rest of your that's career. Right. Like, that's what we're rooting for. Uh, let's check in with, uh, with our quarterback, uh, DC for and his thoughts on Josh Jacobs. Uh, I'm just so proud of him because he works extremely hard and he has a great smile on his face every day. And um, who's Zay Jones? You know, for him, I think it was yeah, a no career high for him also, which is huge. You know, if if teams want to play help on Devontae and things like that, then Josh and you know myself, whenever I can. But that running game will only help. You know, um, you know, in our offensive line, give them credit for opening those holes and the fullbacks, tight ends. Um, you know, some of those impacts that I saw when I would turn around were unbelievable, but some of the cuts Josh made today, I think there was one a little zone run to the left, and he stopped and he spun and he went back up through it. I, was, I said, that's different. You know, he hit it and he knew that there was a hole there, so he spun back into it and got and had a huge run and had an acceleration out of it, which was special. Oh, it was fun. He was the most exciting part of that game. I think other than than Amik Robertson, who we're going to talk about in a minute. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Michelle? Offensively, probably, I mean, was he the highlight or Devontae oh, and Derek maybe? Yeah, he was the highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just felt like he was just bulldozing the whole game. And why not? That's what we should have been doing anyway. So, yeah, that he was definitely a highlight for he sure. Was, he, he, yeah. he was, it was awesome, man. Yeah, it was awesome totally. to watch him. And he yeah. never seemed to like it. reminds me of like when we watch Max Crosby. He never slows down. Yeah, the he motor never, just goes. It just goes, and we saw that out of Josh Jacobs. Like it just—he looked fresh every single carry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, he, you know, Josh kind of gave himself the nickname last year of the closer, you know, and so we kind of, you know, keep on earning that nickname, bro. Like it's—it's yes, it's a little man. tacky to, you know, give yourself a nickname, but you know, but if—but if you can back it up, then I'm with it. If you're gonna That's win right. football games, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zeke is now barking at your ship back yeah, there, Michelle. Zeke. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Perfect. Hey, guys. Come here. This is not good radio. You're bananas tonight. He's out of control tonight. He's out of control. He's out of control. All right. Now, so speaking of Max and Josh Jacobs, uh, they were asked about all the orange in the stadium. Yeah. We heard a lot about that from Raider Nation about how there was so many Bronco fans, which is not a look. We shouldn't be surprised by this at this point. I'm mean, going to say a couple things. It's it's a destination city. People are going to plan their vacations around. 
watching their football team and spending a weekend in Vegas. Like, let's not, let's quit with the like, oh, this would never happen in Oakland. Well, yeah, you may be right, but because no one's vacationing in Oakland. Like, I'm sorry. I grew up in the Oakland Coliseum. I love that place, but ain't nobody going to Oakland on vacation, okay? So when, it's true. I mean, I'm being being dead ass serious. Like, I mean, you know, it looks like no one's going to San Jose. I mean, I'm born and raised in San Jose. Ain't nobody visiting that's not on business. Like, you know what I mean? So like, there's not, I mean, other than maybe San Francisco so they can go see the Golden Gate Bridge or whatever, but like, but then the Raiders were established in that area for so long that you're not going to get that like freshness of that, that fan that, that of, of the other team. Where in Vegas, it's easy to get to, it's cheap to get to, it's just like, look, and you can gamble, you can do anything you want there, like it's a destination city, so let's not be shocked by it. I'm not saying I approve, I'm not saying I like it, I want to see it all, you know, silver and black in the entirety of the, of, the, of the building, but look, that's not what the reality is, so we just got to deal with it. Let's win. Start winning. That's, that's Start winning. That's what you got to yeah. do. Just freaking yeah. win. Yeah. Just Because just, guess what? The reason that we saw more orange than black in the stadium was because we were 0-3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So guess what? Season ticket holders are going to sell their tickets, make some money, and sell them to Bronco fans. Like, yeah. I, it makes sense. Like, it's economics, man. Absolutely. And the one you, way you defeat economics is win freaking football games. And guess what? It'll be loaded with Raider fans. So anyways, um, all right. So let so Josh Jacobs and Max Crosby were asked about that, about all the orange in the stadium. Back to the rivalry. Did you notice how much orange was in the building? Yeah, but the thing is this. I tell people this all the time. When you're in an all-black stadium, any other color, it don't matter what color it is, it's going to look like it pop out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not too much worried about it. I know, I know what, our, what our fans do. Uh, I mean, wherever we go, I know they support it, and, and the love has always been there from, from the nation for sure. Josh said there was something about rivalry games. How nice is it to beat the Broncos? And at any point, did you notice how much orange was in the building? There was a lot of orange. I didn't like that. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, you know, that gave me a little extra motivation. I know the guys got fired up about it. So, um, you know, you got to give credit to them. They got great fans as well. Um, but it's always it's always fun playing Denver. I love it. All right, there we go. So what did you think, Michelle? Did you, did, you, did you notice it watching the game? or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really apparent from you just watching it on TV. But I, I, I agree with what Josh Jacobs was saying. I mean, because black recedes. I, and, I mean, it's true. Like, when you're going to see a color, it's obviously going to pop. But there were a shit ton of yeah. fans. Of, <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, when and then they're even more embarrassed when they leave. You know, like, so if there's a lot of fans there, when – and then maybe next time they'll think twice about coming. Absolutely. You know, I mean, well, you know, win. like Al, Al Davis said, you know, it was all about like he he wasn't about cowardly fear, but he wanted fear. He wanted opposing fans to be afraid to walk into the Oakland Coliseum. That's why it was it looked like marching into Mordor. It wasn't a welcoming place. He wanted the team that was when they were coming in on their bus to be intimidated by the stadium. He wanted the fans, our fans, Raider fans to be intimidating. He wanted the team to be intimidating. He wanted everything about it to be intimidating. Well, how do you do that? You freaking win football games and you make it to where when you're a Bronco fan and you're walking out of Allegiant Stadium with your Broncos jersey on and you got 60,000 Raider fans giving you shit <laughs> That totally. will, you know what I mean? Yeah. Guess what? And you won't want to come back. And I'm not advocating violence or anything like that. I think that's nonsense. If you're if you're doing that, yes, then yeah. knock it off. It's stupid. Do better things with your life than fight at a football game. But like, I can't tell you how many games in Oakland that I went to, and like, it was intimidating for the other teams' fans to the point where I have a cousin that freaking the, mutated the gene pool and came out a freaking Bronco <laughs> fan. But anyways, me and Sonny took him to a game in 2016. 
He's a wouldn't wear his gear. Oh. He wore a black t-shirt and a and a plain black baseball hat. And he's like, I'm not gonna. I'm, and 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 we're like, you're gonna cheer for the Broncos, Ryan? He's like, you know, I'm gay. Like, but like real quiet, and we thumped their ass. And you know what I mean? But like, it was a Sunday night game. Um, but yeah, man. Like, but that's the thing is that you kind of want people to kind of be sketchy about yeah. wearing their gear into your place, and you only do that when you when you start to. But win, also so. too, like you said, it's Vegas. People are gonna travel to Vegas. Like they. It's a destination. It's yeah. like there. I can't think of another place I would travel if my team was playing. It would be Vegas. We're so. living in it. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, look at, I mean, you know, I've been to Titan games when the Raiders weren't playing. Yeah. Those, those people come to Nashville because right. they want to hang out. They want to go to the honky tonks right. and they want to yep. go down Broadway yep. and do all those things. So yeah, of course, population cities like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, the away fans travel well. We yeah. clearly saw it. You know, two weeks ago in Nashville. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that oh. stadium was probably 65, 70% mm-hmm. Raider fans. It was loaded with Raiders fans. <laughs> yeah. It was loaded with, because of the exact same reason. Exactly. The there Titans hadn't won a yeah. game yet. You're selling off all your yep. tickets. The season ticket holders are. And then here you got a bunch of Raider fans in there. There you um, go. So, yeah, absolutely. So let's just win, Raiders. That's right. Uh, all right. So this is, I think, the arguably the most exciting uh, the play of the game was uh, Amik Robertson, Louisiana Tech represent yeah. with yeah. the scoop and score with Melvin Gordon coughing. Hey, Melvin Gordon, <laughs> you big baby. Oh my gosh, you what a big cry, baby. Cry baby oh, bitch. Oh, yeah. your shit, man. Like, well, if you didn't see it, Melvin Gordon got asked about the fumbles <laughs> and he walked out of the press conference and Raider Ramon did a great mashup of him and what's the guy's name from Friday? Uh, is it Red? The guy that gets his chain snatched by Debo? Uh. And it's when he runs to his car. Oh, yeah, yeah, My grandmama yeah. gave me that chain, that guy. And he gets in his car, and then he's driving off. Chris Tucker goes, oh, he going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. But anyway, so Raider Ramon did a mashup of that, of Melvin Gordon walking out of the press conference. But hey, you're a Bronco, so sorry about your luck. Sorry. Keep doing it. Not sorry. <laughs> First and 10, Melvin Gordon. Oh, he fumbled again. He fumbled again. Yeah, he did. Robertson's got it. Yeah, he and he's got an entourage by midfield. Let's go. <laughs> and the fumble by Gordon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kevin Harlan. Like, the fumble by Gordon. Like, ain't he nobody. Fumbled again. He fumbled again. He fumbled again. <laughs> yeah, no shit he did. Of course he did. <laughs> That's so good. It's so funny, man. That was exciting, man. That's it's so it's been three years since we had a defensive touchdown yeah i mean unbelievable like and that's the kind of stuff we're going to need against kansas city yeah. we're going to mm, need a defensive yeah. score we're going to need a big as kurt warner calls them gcps a game-changing play yep. we're going to need that kind of stuff we need that kind of stuff in order for us to beat this team man because otherwise if we yep. just stack it up and go it's going to be a tall order so the raiders yeah. are going to need to come out and make some big plays absolutely and, and you know but i won't i won't give i, I never would give respect to any bronco but i want to give respect to the <laughs> Lineman, what a 72 oh, or whatever 72. it was yeah, 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 yeah. With, with the piss poor attempt of Bless a tackle on a meek hard. holy god it almost looked more like he fell yeah i think uh, yeah, yeah like it was yeah that was pretty forward. that was pretty <laughs> epic forward, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah though that's the result of the participation trophy generation there is it's like oh i'm just gonna dive yeah you know, about yeah. six and yards it couldn't shy. have happened to a better guy with a meek though with all that stuff that judy was talking on the field doing all that oh. stuff calling him a little guy and all yes. that stuff and he stuck judy a few times and stuff like that and it was yeah Zeke. Jeez, the dog. Come here, Zeke. Put, put Zeke in a chokehold oh here in a second. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and hit an audio breaker, Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. He's in oh. mode. Oh. 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 Oh
Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins, as long as it's the Raiders. All right, I appreciate everybody's in the chat room tonight. Daniel Mangus is in there. Ebony is in there. Raider Nomad, Foxy Scorpio, William Holcomb, Fargo Raider, Raider Rue, Pineapple is in there. Matthew Mangus, uh, we appreciate you. Daniel is in there. Uh, Eyepatch is in there. What's up, Eyepatch? I haven't seen you in a minute. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate Paul is in there. Uh, appreciate everybody in there uh, joining us for this episode, 265 of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, let's check in with what the media has to say about the Raiders. Now, this is before the game. This was, I thought, really cool. One of, one of my all-time uh, broadcasting sports or sports broadcasting heroes is Dan Patrick. And listen to what Dan had to say going into this Broncos game. So the Colts, you know, that, that was a fortunate win for them against Kansas City. But now they have the Titans. If the Colts win again, then all of a sudden you're going to go, okay, now. It, it, it's like the Raiders. The, the Raiders started out, obviously, poorly 0-3. There will be a stretch where the Raiders will be really good, if not great. I just get that feeling where you're going to go, God, the Raiders are good. It, it's just we jump on a bandwagon early or we jump off a bandwagon early. And it's 17 weeks. Mm-hmm. I always view it as 17 chapters in a book. What's that next chapter like? And the chapter after that. I love that, man. You know, and so, you know, of course, and that's, again, I, I joked earlier, I said the new one and three is the new two and two, but really, oh, and three was the new oh, and two. Like, there's that extra game. And I don't know why it is that, um, that media and whenever we hear discussions about the Raiders' playoff chances, look, I'm not trying to be all Pollyanna over here telling you that I think the Raiders are locked <laughs> to make the playoffs, but they certainly have a lot better chance than they did before in a 16 game season. Don't you think, Jeff? Totally. Yeah, man. I mean, for sure. I mean, it's it's I mean, it's crazy to think we've still got we've still got 13 weeks to go. You know, I'm not saying that we're going to win all 13 games. You know, I would love for us to. But I mean, holy cow, you know, 12 and five is still not out of reach. You know, we look at the bye week after the bye week. We got the Texans, the Saints, the Colts, the Jags, all that stuff. I think the Broncos again, stuff like that. I mean, all those games are super winnable. So, you know. So, I mean, if we get our shit together in the bye week, I mean, especially if we freaking win on Monday night. Oh, my God. Like, I mean, <laughs> the, ga- the season will totally change. And we'll see media be way different about it. Oh, man, they beat the Chiefs. They're on a roll. Let's go. You know, th- this is what we've been waiting on. Rich Eisen will shit his pants, if they, <laughs> you know, because he, yeah. he picked the Raiders to win the division and stuff. So, you know, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be good, man. Michelle, do you feel like so as good as this win was the Broncos? And obviously, and this was like a must-needed win. And I said on the Silver and Black Today show this week, uh, shout out Scott Gobranson and Evan Grote. Those guys are awesome. We love you. Um, you know, this was like a stepping stone game. Like we had to beat the Broncos in order to gain the confidence and at a minimum just that, the confidence to beat the Chiefs. You were down bad after the Titans got. We all were. Yeah, I was. Sure. But you were down real bad on that. Yeah. Do you feel like if if it was this Broncos game enough to return confidence in you, or do or do they have to win in Kansas City? To, or, or or you know what I'm you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, are you? Where, where, at what point are you out? Um. Well, okay, I'm never out. 
I mean, oh, I'm honestly I'm never about. out. Yeah, never let's out. Let's go. But I will say, so, <laughs> yeah. So after the Titans game, I was down bad. But then, so we win in Denver, and I felt like we're putting together a puzzle. And so we're putting together, we, we figured out a few more pieces to the puzzle, and I need the puzzle to be finished Monday night. Like, I need that. <laughs> nice. And so I'm kind of bummed that we've lost the first three because going into Monday night, like, with so many losses, I thought, you know, it would be better to, you know, have a few more on the scale. But I do feel like we put together enough pieces during the Denver game to – put together a good game for Monday night. Like, I feel like we actually have a chance. Like, maybe after the Titans game, I was like, ugh, shoot. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> shoot. No kidding. We're, I don't know. Like, I, maybe, you know, they're trying to sell us a Fugazi. Like, I felt like they were trying to, like, sell us something that just wasn't what it looks like on paper. Sure. But now that, you know, with the Denver win, and I think it gave them a little bit of confidence, I feel like we're going to go into Monday night's game and all the pieces are going to start to – materialize and 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 we're going to have that full game that we've been wanting yeah absolutely i i yeah. totally totally agree yeah. with that you know we we we've talked all off season long till we were blue in the face about being adaptive and stuff like that and you know now we see what it was like to put more of those pieces together in the denver game and so now you know so now are we you know it i'm excited to see how they're going to respond after a win you know, we, we saw the <laughs> yeah. first few weeks how they responded and stuff like that and then finally came out, got a divisional win, all that stuff. So now how are we going to respond now? You know, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super fired up. But, you know, I think the thing about that game and it's going to be so and we're going to we've got a whole nother segment on the game. But yeah, we're uh, going to get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So go, go ahead and take that. T- take it away there. Bud. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I won't talk about it yet. I, go yeah, ahead. I'll say. tell you what. Let's go ahead and jump into it. We've got because we've got a, this is because this is the big get. Right. We want to talk about this Kansas City game. Is it is it much fun as it would be to sit here and revel more? And we have other things. We have a Baldi's breakdown on Josh Jacobs one on Max Crosby as much as as much fun as that would be to kind of reminisce we're already at Thursday we got a Monday night game on the Kansas City on the Kansas City let's go ahead and and put it in our rear view let's put that Denver game in a rear view let's celebrate the Raiders let's clap it up let's be thankful for that win but let's go ahead and let's let's focus on the next one absolutely absolutely hey this is Pete Koch former Los Angeles Raiders yeah back in the old days baby and you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, much respect to uh, to iPad. Hey, uh, Hammer's house is in there. What's, What's up, Hammer? Up, Hammer, good to appreciate, see you, buddy. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you jumping in and joining us. Uh, iPad says if we win Monday night, Murph and Swag have to dye their beards the color of Michelle's hair. Well, you Deal. know we've had we, yeah we've had a, a, a bet. Somebody challenged me to rap one time if, if we beat Kansas City. Yeah, and you I, did that. Yeah, I've already done that. So let's do that. We will I'm dye our beards. <laughs> we will dye our beards the color of Michelle's hair, which is what, like pink. Nice, yeah, right? yeah, 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 hot yeah, pink, magenta. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 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 there you go. Okay, uh-huh. so we will dye our beards that color <laughs> if the Raiders win. That's all fun. Okay, and oh, and speaking of that too, speaking of of of, of dyes, 
um, we're going to dress up for the Halloween show. Oh, yeah. Of course we are. So we're going to dress up. Of course the, we are. So the Wednesday before Halloween, when you check us out here at RFR. And that's normally the least watched show all year long. <laughs> and we put more production <laughs> and thought into our costumes and stuff that we yeah. wear. So tune in. Tune in. Watch that shit. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like the, the things that we put the most. In, and this is the truth. Here's a little inside baseball real quick before we talk about this Kansas City game. The things that we put like the most energy and effort and creative energy into, those are the things that you guys watch the least. <laughs> yeah. It's the craziest thing. Like we're, our, our tailgate uh, trailer that we made, <laughs> our Halloween show. I used to do up the fan cave with lights and cobwebs and all like all kinds of yeah. stuff and dress up and everything. Yeah, well, like, look at look at the look it, at the Stranger Things video that we did, where my fat ass jumped on this right here and started playing the guitar, and it got like twenty seven views, yeah. and twenty four of them were me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. holy cow! Yeah. So that's just when we turn on the camera and do something stupid. That's oh, when we get all that's the views. When we get the, yeah, uh, so yeah, you have to tune in on Halloween though, because absolutely. I mean, because Michelle, we're, we're gonna be here turn up, guys. Michelle is Halloween. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am Halloween. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So definitely check us out. Look forward to to, to seeing you all then, uh, Raider Nation, for the Halloween show. All right, so um, let's go ahead and and let's start off this segment um, by hearing from uh, the what's the Chiefs' quarterback's name? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Let's go ahead and check in with him. And, uh, and so I have some... <laughs> the Raiders fan radio microphones are everywhere, Swag Jeff. Oh, are they now? Yes. And we have... We had exclusive access Ooh. to the Chiefs locker room post their last game. Gross. Yeah. But listen, we wanted to gain any insight. <laughs> we wanted to gain any insight, any edge that we could provide the Raiders because being a trusted media partner yes. of the Las Vegas Raiders, a highly influential fan show that we are. Oh, my, my, my buddy Murph. He's not just consistent. He's a man of his word. That's right. And so we were going to take any of that information that we got by our hidden camera and hidden microphones in the Chiefs locker room and pass it on to the Raiders. So let's go ahead and check in with what we what we found uh, this this last week post game. And now for another Muppet Thought of the Week. Hey, hey, we're hey, great job today. Way to accept the challenge. We can learn, we can get better. Dreams are how we figure out <laughs> where we want to go. But make sure y'all come ready this next week. Y'all know who's coming to town. Uh, could you cut, please? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, but, but the truth is, I'm scared to death. Yeah. Chiefs on three, one, two, three. My mistake. <laughs> Join us again next week for another Muppet Fault. Oh, oh my. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, man. Yeah, so there's wow. that. So yeah, that's that's Patrick Mahone's. So, all right. So here's, here's what I got. I want to I go around the horn. Sure. I want to ask you guys both this question. Let's, I, I want to ask you guys each, like, and, and we'll throw it to Michelle first. Okay. What's one thing on offense and one thing on defense that you'd like to see that you think are like, now, we, granted, I think we all agree, and so does all Raider Nation. We got to nail everything. Like, we right. can't have any big major mistake. Right. But what are two things that would, one on one side of the ball, one on the other, that you think would help the Raiders clinch a victory in Kansas City? Okay. I, I know everyone was bitching about, like, force-feeding Devontae, but I, I would love to see him just dominate Dominate. Let's go. I, I, that's Let's what go. I want to see. Obviously, I know we need to be running the ball, but I want to see Devontae dominate. On defense, if I don't see Patrick Mahomes' <laughs> ass on his back. Let's go. I am just, I am going to be really pissed. So <laughs> I want to see him flustered, and I want to see him dirty, and I want to see grass in his face. I just want to see his... Walking out the field doing that, just doing shit that my pants walk. Shuffle that he does. 
God, I can't. Uh, listen, I'm with Mosh. The Kansas City, they are my. That's I, your team you I, hate the they most? They are the ones I hate the most. I hate them the most. And I think because they're so good. And that bothers me, you know, so like I, we, I want to be on that. We, we're going to get to that level, but I want to see him flat on his back. I want to repeatedly, not just once. I want to see it many times. Those are the two things. Well, you know, and that's, that's very well put. And that's, uh, you know, that's Al Davis football, you know? Yeah. That's that, again, going back to that, that, that interview when I, when I mentioned when he, when he refers to cowardly fear, he's like, I'm not, but I want that. I don't expect the other teams to be cowards, but I do expect him to be afraid. And how do you get that? And I'm totally paraphrasing. I'm probably butchering it, but anyways, but it's like, and how do you, how do you get them afraid on the field is that the quarterback must go down and then you must go down hard within the first five plays of the game. Like that's Al Davis football. And I think that like, I know we're in a different era and you can't go in there with Villa piano right. with a high elbow and right, right, up and right. the guy like i get it that we can't do that because you'll get a you know kicked out of the football game but i do think there's a world and even in today's nfl where you can go in and put that dude on his ass maybe even a little bit post whistle yes. maybe just kind of toe the line a little bit hey chandler jones we'll take it if you can do anything that look if you josh mcdaniel says well his impact on the game isn't showing up in the stat line well okay well if it's not showing up in the stat line then go in there and blast Mahomes in the face right. one time yes. and again i'm not advocating violence i'm not saying to go in there and intentionally hurt the guy right. but go in there and let him know you're gonna be there all day long i think it's a great point Michelle. especially patrick Mahomes, because i i feel like for oh sorry for some <laughs> reason he is like gets this rope like they give him a little bit too much leeway to dance around and do things. Oh, hundred like percent. Nail his ass, like please, like they, he, I just feel like it's too much dancing. Like, and I think you're right. I don't care. Get a penalty. I don't care. Smash him, please. Yep. Get, get it going early. I'm I'm with you on that. Yes. Like hundred percent. And like that's the things that like Jeff Wright. It's not Mahomes. And then I want to hear your, your both ears on each side of the ball. It's not so much like Mahomes is look at Mahomes great. He's yeah, probably the best quarterback right. in the NFL. There ain't no yeah, doubt. Yeah. But it's those like third and fifteen when he rolls out and creates space, yeah. and then all of a sudden there's Tyreek Hill 40 yards downfield. Those are the ones that kill us. Yes. Or Kelsey in the back of the end zone on a third and eleven. Like that's the stuff where he freaking torches us. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and you talked about, you know, getting, you know, maybe taking a penalty early, knocking him on his ass and stuff like that. I'm saying that Jonathan Abram needs to come down. Oh. First series. Okay. So so remember what we did this past week. Right. Nate Hobbs came in and put Wilson on <laughs> oh, his that's ass right. in oh, the that's first pretty. series. Good call, Jeff. So, Good call. so John Abram, you go and just lay the wood on that guy. Mm-hmm. The first series. And you know, and then, you know, and keep it on the secondary on the defensive side. We need a we need a pick six. Oh, yeah. We need a pick six. We got our first defensive touchdown in three years, and now we got a taste for it. We remember what that's like, so we need to do it again. Let's go. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen how many freaking times the Chiefs punk us and end up taking over a game because of a defensive turn- turnover. You know, whether it be you know Josh Jacobs handing the ball to Tyron Matthew last year, or you know Deshaun Jackson catching an amazing pass and then just, you know, tossing it or whatever and letting oh, them get man, it or something like that. Brutal. I mean, because those plays and those moments are the ones that totally change the game. Yeah. And unfortunately for us, we've been on the shitty side of that most of those times. Mm. So we got to be on the positive side of that. Amik Robertson, Nate Hobbs, somebody, John Abram, <laughs> somebody intercept a damn ball and take it to the house. We need to make a big swing. Absolutely. I love that. I, you know, we had a watch party here in a fan cave last year for the Chiefs game. Oh, 
we had Music City Raider Nation here, and and and, and, and Michelle and your, you and your family were here. <laughs> we watched that get that that play when Deshaun oh Jackson caught that ball and then coughed it up. That was like oh, we went okay. from the highest of highs <laughs> to yeah. the absolute pits of you know yeah. Hades around were, that. That, oh, that was we all jumped up and we're like, awful. yeah. No! <laughs> and that was like the only play we had to root for practically that whole game. It was yeah. brutal. And that so was like, like right before halftime too, right? Where yes. if we yeah. would have scored, it would have been a you know tied game right. at half or something like that or a one-score one game. One-score game, Or yeah. whatever uh-huh. it was. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. And then the, on, the, uh, on the offensive side of the ball, we can't get threes. Oh, God, no. We cannot get threes. That still seems to be an issue that we're having. When we get down close to the goal line, we can't punch it in. So these threes need to become sixes on Monday night. Yeah. They have to. They have to. I Thank you for saying that. And, uh, and you stole my thunder, but that was also a great segue. Because oh, I'm going to take that point and, and, and build on it. So in the red zone right now, the Raiders uh, are tied for fourth worst by converting... 44% of red zone drives into touchdowns and our fourth worst allowing 76 points, uh, 76% of red zone drives for touchdowns. So those are my two things. Don't let them convert in a red zone and we got to convert in a red zone. Like the end, like turnovers and all those things as they as massively as important as they are and they change momentum and all that kind of stuff. Those are the rarity of plays. The frequent plays are in the red zone. We're going to move the ball between the 20s. That's what we do. Now let's convert when we get in there and let's keep them from converting uh, when they get there. The Raiders have been penalized also 148 yards, seventh seventh fewest in the NFL. Uh, Our opponents have been penalized for 276 yards, second most. So I think that's important. We can't commit pre-snap penalties. It's going to be louder than hell. That that Chiefs, it's a chiefdom, not a kingdom. The the Chiefs, uh, chiefdom is going to be going nuts. They're going to be pumping in crowd noise. It's going to be loud. It's prime time. That crowd is going to be all lubed up from freaking drinking and eating sausages in the parking lot. Like it's going to be a hostile environment for the Raiders. We can't commit stupid penalties. And uh, and it, you know, it's. It's a tall order, and I can't emphasize this enough. And here's here's a couple of stats for you. These aren't great stats, but it's the reality. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna live in the truth. <laughs> Since Andy Reid arrived in KC in 2013, the Chiefs are 15 and three against the Raiders. With a win Monday night, they would tie the Packers um, versus the Bears and Patriots versus the Jets for most wins by one team versus an, another in that span. Um, the Chiefs are a, a plus 260 point differential. Um, and last season, just to give you an idea of what we're up against, the Chiefs outscored the Raiders by 66 points last season. That was the fourth most lopsided one season matchup in the last 25 years behind only the Patriots, Bills, Falcons, Panthers, and Jaguars and Browns. Okay, like it's ugly. Ooh. Like it's, it's a lot. Okay, sure. now I'm going to leave you with one more set of stats here because I think this is what, if I had to pin it on one, per, on one player, and it's a, the ultimate team sport, and we and we and we talk about them all the damn time. Uh, but it's important, I think, to illustrate the importance of quarterback in the NFL. And for us, with Derek Carr, he's had a challenge in some areas. And and again, I don't like sharing this stuff with you, but it's the reality of it. So we got to just have this as in our context as we're going into this game. Derek Carr stats through four games uh, in his career. Okay, so right now. He's got an 83% or 83.2 passer rating. That's his worst since 2014. Yards per attempt, worst since 2014. Touchdown percentage, worst since 2018, second worst in his career. Interception percentage, worst since 2018, second worst in his career. 
at Arrowhead. He's got a 72.8 passer rating, uh, and he's won one out of eight games there. And his rank in the red zone, and here's what we're talking about, his rank in the red zone uh, by passer rating for the Raiders, okay? So where he ranks as the 32 starting quarterbacks by year in 2014, he was 10th best in the red zone. That's pretty good. Sure. 2015, he was 30th. Oh. 2016, 18th. 2017, 23rd. I'm just going to rattle the rest off. 21st, 15th, 18th, 23rd, 28th. Damn. This is, Derek, like, this is not all on you, man. And, and, and I'm not saying it, but here's why I'm saying. Get it in the red zone. We got to convert. When they get in the red zone, we got to keep them from converting. And I yep. think that's about the only shot that we're going to have. The, we got to play literally a perfect game for us to beat the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. So Final uh, thoughts. Yeah, so, you know, Derek, there was a point last year, and I don't, can't remember when it was, when, you know, I guess when maybe Derek broke broke one of Stabler's records or, or whatever, like that last record for a quarterback was, you know, Derek, Derek got that and someone was rattling off to him about stats or something like that. And he, it's that one point in the season just said, stats don't matter. Stats don't matter. And so I, I don't know if he forgot that or something like that and was trying to force feed the ball a lot, but I'm telling you, that game that we just watched last week, that was the best game I've seen Derek Carr play all season. Mm-hmm. He was great. You know? yeah. And he his stats great. and his stats sucked. He didn't have So two. did Kenny Stablers. There you go. But they won football they games won. when they counted most. Yeah. So, you know, so I So did Jim Plunkett's. Yeah. So did you get all those did you get all those stats from Josh Dubose's page? Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've been hanging out with Josh Dubow, but Hey man, it, you know what though? And that guy gets a lot of crap and I I look, I he is a freaking hater. He's a hater. He's sour grapes. He knows exactly what he's doing when he when he posts the kind of stuff that he does. The sad thing is, though, is that he's never posting incorrect data. So whenever I look at the data encapsulated, instead of spinning it to take a shot at Derek or anybody else, instead I try to look at it like, okay, what do we need to do? Because here's the thing, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll say this, and Michelle, I want to go to you for your final thoughts before going into this game. I think the Raiders can win, and I know I'm objective and or yes. whatever yes. you know, I'm subjective. I mean, yes. and I got a silver and black heart. Like, <laughs> I know we can win. We're here's the thing. Aaron the Q Dog Raider put it t- too well the other day when we were we were talking about how the Raiders are losing and can they turn it around? And I said, you know, we're too good to to lose. And he goes, it's not that we're too good. He says we're too talented. The Raiders are too talented to continue this losing path, and they are too talented to go get blown out at Arrowhead. Now, will they? I don't know. I'd say it might. It's probably going to happen. But they're too talented. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller. We go on and on and on. Hunter Renfro, Josh McDaniels, like Josh Jacobs, Chandler. Like, and you look at this team on paper. They're too talented to go in there and get smoked. They're talented enough to go in there and win the freaking football game. So I'm going to have faith that until they do get smoked or until they do lose, I'm going to have faith that they can, Michelle. Yeah, no, I, <clears throat> I agree. I think this is a what do we have to lose game. You know, so I think they go in there with more confidence than maybe they even should have because what else do they have to hang on to but to win this game? So I think they go in. I think they win this game. I, I really, and I know I got the silver and black heart too, and I, and I but I really think that maybe like Kansas City may be even undervaluing our talent. You know, they may be thinking, oh, we're going to kill these guys. Like, yeah, So yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. may even go in thinking, we've got this game, and we surprise them. And so I, I think we win this game really because we have to. Like, we have to go into 
the bye week. Like, we have to win this game. I, uh, but also, real quick, I want to say, I, I just glanced down, and literally every morning I've woke up this week and thought what William uh, asked, who's, who is going to take care of Travis Kelsey? This oh. has literally been oh. my thought. Like, okay. what do you, who, who can I trust to take care of Travis Kelsey? I want to know what you guys think. Because he asked that in the in the in the chat, and I'm just curious, can we uh, I control don't, that guy? Uh, I don't. Who do think we have? It, well, I don't think it, uh, a linebacker does. I don't think Jayon Brown or anybody else can get that done. I think you got to pull down a safety, and one of the best ball hawking safeties there is. We've already seen him with an interception this year. I think you put like a Deron Harmon on him. You know, we've got Merrick yes. back now, so we've got you know that's what I mean. Right, so that's right. you know, when when now when Merrick was out, it was a little sketchy because it was all you had was Deron Harmon and John Abram. Now that you've got a full safety roster, I think Deron Harmon is the guy because you know, just like we see with Waller, like he's too big for a defensive back to cover him, and then he's too fast for a linebacker to cover him. Right. Kelsey's not as much of an athlete as Darren Waller is. I think you can put a guy, like a veteran guy, that's not going to get punked on a route like Deron Harmon. I think that's a guy that could come down low and handle business down there. The other thing, too, that's interesting, and I know that losing Anthony Averett and some of the injuries that we've had in the, in the secondary impacted our ability to do this, but what was Nate Hobbs last year? An amazing slot corner, a yeah. guy that played inside. You could put a Nate Hobbs on Travis Kelsey and probably neutralize him, but who do we have as, as Rocky Sin and the other guys? Are they good enough to handle then Marquez Valdez Scantling and right. and you know what I mean like so that's it's interesting yeah. I think but I think you got to put one of your best defenders on him because yeah. you're right because like we I talked about earlier that Mahomes scrambling around running around and who does he find him back it's in the end always zone open. it's always freaking Kelsey it's also put your, one of your best cover guys on him right yeah yeah I, I totally agree with that uh, you know so so trying to be objective and because I have the silver and black heart as well but really trying to be objective. I've really noticed the theme this season, this NFL season, is that, you know, more even than previous years, is that anybody can beat anybody this mm-hmm. year. Right. The Colts beat the Chiefs. That's the right. The Colts beat the Chiefs. Any given you, Sunday. You know, and so the Colts sucked. And so the Chiefs <laughs> went in there and kind of maybe had that same exactly. thought that Michelle just said. Mm-hmm. You know, ah, we got them. We're good. It's Matty Ice, man. He sucks. He's old. Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's whatever. But yeah, now we got this. So now the one and three Raiders come to town and, you know, and they're maybe looking ahead to their next game. You know, when are we playing the Chargers? You know, I mean, they're looking they're looking towards those games. So I think we go in there and sneak. And I think we, I, I'm with you. I think we win. Over? Did you say over? <laughs> Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Germans? Forget it, he's rolling. It ain't over now. Because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! What the f*** happened to the Raiders I used to know? <laughs> Where's the spirit? Where's the guts? Huh? This could be the greatest night of our lives. But you're gonna let it be the worst. Oh, we're afraid to go with you, Bluto. We might get in trouble. Well, just kiss my ass from now on! Not me! I'm not gonna take this! Kelsey? He's a dead man! <laughs> Reed? Dead! My homes! Dead! Ludo's right! 
Psychotic, but absolutely right. We gotta take these bastards. I think we have to go all out. We're just the guys to do it. Let's do it. Looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. All right, we appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Raider Nomad is in there. Matthew Mangus, Fargo Raider. Raider Loco is in there. William Holcomb, Danny Fan. Danny Fan, that's the guy that's the freaking Chargers guy. Yeah. The, yeah. He says, I thought the Raiders always win on Monday nights. Well, we used to. We used to. And so We uh, won on Sunday night last year. That's exactly right. Absolutely, Swag Jeff. Uh, <laughs> Fargo Raiders in there. William Holcomb. The Raider Critique. What's up, Raider Critique? Uh, Ebony Grays, Fargo Raider. Chronicles of the Black Hole. That's our good buddy Daniel. Uh, is in there. Raider Rue is in there. Uh, Trinidad is in there. Paul is in there. Uh, so many of our good friends, and we appreciate you all uh, checking in. Danny Fan says, I see one in four. Well, that's okay. You see whatever you want, Danny Fan. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to. you ever seen a trophy? <laughs> oh, out of voice, Swago. Oh, my God. Yeah, there you go. Take a victory lap on that one. There you go. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> no, and the answer to that question is no, actually. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got uh, the, the Sea of Fans mailbag to get to. This is uh, when we hear more from you and less from us, which is always a good thing. And uh, we have you check in a multitude of ways, and not only in the chat at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio, but you can send us a, uh, a voicemail. You can call the line, which is 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Then <laughs> you can leave us a message, and if we play that message on the show three times, you can become a made man or a made woman. And we've got two new made folks to get to yeah. tonight. Look forward to getting to that, which will be a lot of fun. And uh, you can also email the show. And you can email the show at show. Oh, how inventive. Show, that's S. I'll give you time to write it down. S H. Ow. You know, that, remi that reminds me of. <laughs> Ow. That reminds me of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah, they got four out of five yows for last night's show. Nice. Yow. Uh, <laughs> sorry. What did Ron say? <laughs> email at email.com. Yeah, email at email.com. Yeah. So uh, so you can, um, what, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, email the show. Show at, at RaidersFanRadio.com. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a new email address, too. That's going to be yow at RaidersFanRadio.com. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And so you can, if we play your, uh, we play, if we read your email in an indefinite amount of times, you can become a made man or a made woman that way as well. And so we appreciate you very, very much for all your emails this week. And we've got a bunch. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. I've got a long one. All right. So this is from our good friend, made woman, Erica S., she says, I'll be honest, I glanced at the game on ESPN app every now and then because I couldn't stomach watching us play. So I don't know the details, but the question remains, why that onk can we not score in a red zone? I'm sick and tired of seeing three points added when we should be scoring seven. Please make it make sense. Thank you, uh, sincerely, Erica S. Erica S., thank you for the email. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it... I don't want to pick on Derek, but you guys heard all the stats from a minute ago. So I guess I'll just 
feature him with my comments. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to be nice. But like last year when we're playing the Bengals in a playoff game, we had what, four shots at the end zone from what, inside the 15 or whatever the I don't remember what the yardage was. You think Kenny Stabler's making a, do you think he's throwing it short of the goal line on fourth down? That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, so those are the, like. Well, I, he would, Kenny wouldn't have looked at Zay Jones on first through third down. Well, yeah. there, there, there you go. Exactly. But you know what I mean? Like those kinds of things, like throwing it short of the yard to gain or the goal line on a fourth down. Those are the kind of things that Derek does that frustrate me as a fan. When I'm watching this, I'm like, why, like, why even do that? What, what, I thought it was great last week when he, he did that. He had a free play and he tossed that ball up to Mac Collins. Now, Mac was out of bounds, but Mac caught that ball in bounds and, totally. and it was just about a touchdown. Why are we waiting until we got a free play shot to do that, Derek? You know what I mean? And, like, and so I think that's more of what we want to see is we want to see a little bit more of that aggression, especially in the red zone. That's Again, I don't know if that's the right answer or not, but I think that's the only thing that I could point at because otherwise, play calling and otherwise, like it should all make sense because of all that conversation that we had earlier about the talent being there. So, all right, who, are, who we got next? We got Raider Shank. Oh, that's me too. All right, here we go. Raider Shank sends this email to show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Send us an email. We love your emails. What up, nation? Finally, 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 we got to win and beat the donkeys. Woo! Ride that, Russ. Screw you. <laughs> Screw you and your damn Nathaniel Hackett. Woo! That concludes the hyped up segment of this email. While we should be two and two, I'm just happy we finally got a win. I had a hockey game earlier in the day, and I told myself if we win one today and we beat the Broncos, is a dog attacking you, Swag Jeff? <laughs> Zeke, he's out of control. Yeah. Wear him out, Jeff. Put this in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> I was trying to ignore For the audio, <laughs> for the audio <laughs> listener, Jeff was giving him a bone. <laughs> Oh, wait, that didn't help either. Ah, you jack. No, you really were. What? what? Hell yeah, I was. (laughs) (laughs) It's like your monkey pox. That was a song cranked in my room. Even better, one of my... (laughs) (laughs) That's so damn stupid, man. Oh my gosh. If <laughs> we lost today, I would have taken my old car jersey and burned it. Well, we won, so it's still intact. Oh. That's all for me. Next Sunday, we'll be t- uh, taking on Kermit Princess Mahomes. He better watch out because Sax Crosby will bury his ass into the ground. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Raider Shank, proud made man, second most Northern Raider fan, and currently looking for his first ever BRT Sizzler Award. Nice. All right, somebody else check in. Hey, is the the Broncos are playing tonight, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. They just started about right. like now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Donkeys are up three nothing. Yeah. Go yeah. go Colts. Okay, let's That's go right. Colts. Let's go, Maddie Ice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Uh, is is this me? Yeah, I guess. Uh, we got uh, yeah. Jake from State Farm. Virginia. Oh, State Farm, yeah. Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all I'll have to all I have to say is what a game. It's been a long time since the Raiders absolutely dominated the running game like that. It kills me to say, but usually the Raiders are on the receiving end of a big rushing performance that inflates certain players' projections for years to come. Looking at you, Doug Martin. Uh, Finally, finally, we established the run and stuck with it. It's undeniable how devastating Jacobs can be when he and the O-line get into a rhythm. 
There were big, there were running lanes big enough to drive an injured down judge through. Um, and then the whole, and when the hole wasn't there, Josh was spinning, lowering his shoulder and dragging donkeys by his Jersey for a first down. On paper, Derek's performance doesn't look that impressive. 21 of 34 for 188 yards, long of 20 yards to Devontae Adams and two sacks. Derek needed to do what he needed to do in order to win. He took what the defense gave him and was much more disciplined with his reads. I think the biggest thing for Carr is that he was able to do what he was able to do with his legs. Seven runs for 40 yards. I want to say five first downs, which is which were most which were in clutch moments of the game. But most importantly, he protected the ball once he committed to the run. On to the defense. Max Crosby is still an absolute stud. By sacking Russell Wilson twice, he's back on pace to break the Raiders' single-season sack record. With maybe the exception of Daniel Carlson, Max Crosby is the only player I don't worry about what version I'm getting of him on Sundays. Let's go. As for the rest of the defense, there are too many. There are still too many blown coverages and uncontested throws. There were a few times we lost momentum by allowing donkeys to make big plays. We gotta start shooting. Stop shooting ourselves in the foot. I'll end it on somewhat of a positive note. I've been looking at reports of Chandler Jones sightings. But you won't see much of his name in the stat book. He was manhandling O-linemen and drawing offensive holding calls. Still not out of the woods yet, but I'm seeing improvements. And if the Raiders can beat the Chiefs this week, we're right back in it. Until next week, go Raiders. Jake from State Farm, Virginia. Hey, Jake from State Farm. Where are you wearing, Jake? Thanks, Jake. Khakis. <laughs> hey, you know what? And 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 shout out Jake. Uh, he's he's not. From, I don't know if he's from State Farm, Virginia or not. I just saw he was Jake from Virginia, and I thought, I wonder if there's a State Farm, Virginia. And I looked it up, and there was. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's west of Richmond and southeast of Goochland. Hey, we got ourselves <laughs> hey. a Goocher State, Jake. There from you State go. Farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got we got silver and black Mac next. Who's oh, got that's that? Me. That's, that's me. That's you. Okay. Salute RFR. Salute Nation. Murph, Mosh, Swag, Jeff. Love the show. Keep up the great content. Ah, yes, the feeling of winning. Week four was... Oh, oh jeez. <laughs> He's excited. He's I'll pumped. Put I'll put him up. Week four was must win, baby. Week five is just win, baby. Come on. W season. This offensive unit should be difficult to stop with Jacobs running downhill and White behind him. The pass plays could be checked. No. I know y'all saw Perryman shooting the gaps. God made him... <laughs> <laughs> it's good oh we're good gosh. everything's good are we good okay. we'll be all right okay let me let me do that sentence again break that damn this door offensive down. unit should be difficult to stop with jacobs running downhill and white behind him the pass plays could be checked i know y'all saw perryman shooting the gaps god made him with next level speed unfortunately he left with a concussion proud of a meek proud of a meek's will to compete Proof they made football players in all shapes and sizes. On to Big Red versus Little Visor. Let's keep being aggressive and attack. Keep pounding, putting them on their backs. A sighting of Jones would be nice, not just Max. Hobbs pick six, not giving Darlene any slack. <laughs> I won't be in KC, but we'll be watching in all black. A solid recovery during the bye week to get healthy and the season back on track. Salute, Silver and Black Mac. Hey, nice. appreciate you, Silver and Black Mac. All right, Swag Jeff, we got two more to get to. Or, yeah, I think Michelle's back okay, up. Yeah, oh, that's okay. Me. It's all, okay. Right. all right. Guys, this is a long one. Do you see this? Okay, all right. Okay, y'all get ready. We'll, we'll put here the we go. attack dog here in, in, in the back. So you, you, okay, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Start <laughs> to finish. No mistakes. 
Dear Murph, Mosh, and Swaggy J, just wanted to check in with the nation after a much-needed win. This team is the mirror image of my golf game. Start with a double bogey, then a par, then a triple bogey, etc. At the end of the round, I'm usually drowning my bipolar-like sorrows with multiple libations, just like the first three weeks of the season. But every once in a while, I actually put together a round without crapping the bed with mistake after mistake. That's what the Raiders did last Sunday. They played mostly mistake-free football, and the results was positive. Imagine that. What have we as fans been going crazy over for the past two decades? The fact that the Raiders are always beating themselves. Sunday, we saw them sit back and let other teams beat themselves. Nice. As a 43-year fan of the Raiders, I would like to take a minute to express my appreciation to Mark Davis for hiring Jason Horowitz as the new voice of the Raiders. I have a ton of respect for the Hall of Fame career that Brent Musburger has had. He has those iconic pipes, and he's done it for decades. But let's be honest, he was always just going to be a bridge to the next voice. Musburger was always a TV guy, and it really held back the radio call. Horowitz's clear calls take me back to the days of Greg Papa when I could visualize everything happening just by listening to the call. It's wonderful. Jason's call on the Robertson scoop and score is already in the running for best Raider call of the year. Add in the call on Jacob's 43-yard run, and we are talking pure joy for all Raider Nation. I also appreciate that Jason is not rushing to try and come up with a catchphrase, but letting it come naturally. It sounds, it just sounds great. Now it's on to Monday night as the Raiders travel to the insertion point of America's enema. (laughs) 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 I'm not stupid enough to be expecting a win, but stranger things have happened. In fact, less than two years ago it happened. The chefs definitely looking strong last week, but a little context is needed. The Bucks barely practiced due to the hurricane situation, and it showed. Plus, Tampa has an atrocious O-line, and it showed. The chefs are the best team in the West right now, but it's not like they don't have any pockmarks. They could easily be 2-2 two two if not for a 99-yard interception return against the Powder Blues. I think the Raiders are closer to the Chiefs than the majority believe, but I'm also not getting my hopes up because I've seen the effect that the House of Horrors Arrowhead Stadium can be when Andy, the Keebler elf, who's been exposed to radiation, Reed, calls play after play directly at Jonathan Abram. I would love nothing more than to see a heavy dose of Josh Jacobs all Monday night long, ending in a hard-fought victory for the Silver and Black, and thus end sending Andy back to his second job as the yellow M&M. Lastly, I would like to weigh in on Tom Brady. Raider Nation, this is where we as a group must show class and dignity. It's way too easy to pile on someone famous when it looks like they are spiraling and with the recent news that he and Giselle may be headed for a divorce. I'm sure everybody is going to pile on. Look, I have been wanting this guy to just go away for years. I have wanted him to fail on the football field as much as I've wanted Andy Reid to get waterboarded with ketchup. But this is different. (laughs) I hate seeing a man's personal life erode and disintegrate in the public eye. It just shows you that even though the media continues to push the idea that money and fame are what brings happiness, nothing is further from the truth. I'll take my incredible wife of 28 years, our two awesome kids, my $60,000 income, and my one sizzler reward over what TB12 is going through. Oh, True. Yeah. There is so much demanded of athletes that there is no way that family responsibilities won't get neglected as a trade-off for money and fame. Unfortunately, we are probably seeing that come to fruition with Brady right now. As a final thought, just thinking about this, most of us as anonymous fans are happier in life than most football players in the world right now. Appreciate it. J.J. Raider. Oh, nice job, J.J. Raider. Solid. 
Yeah, you know, I mentioned it a little, a little while ago, man. Like, there's there's humanity involved yeah. here. You know what I mean? And like, look, totally. and as someone who's gone through a divorce, and when you break up a family, like, it's it's not pretty. It's yeah. it's a, it's an ugly thing to have to go through. And, and I'm a child of divorce. Like, I mean, it's like you know, and on a public stage, like that's, that's got to be. Yeah. T- you know what I mean? So, if anything, I would say Raider Nation. Like, I know that we all hate Tom Brady and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. let's have let's try to remain a little, yeah. uh, uh, you know, reserved and have a little bit of cooth around this thing. Because again, but also acknowledge that the choices that you make create the situations that you're in because he had retired you know and she probably thought her husband was going to be home and then he chose something over something else you're this is now these are consequences from his the choices that he made so i mean that's all i have to say about that respect (laughs) much respect yeah respect evening all hope everybody's well it's chief's week so this email will get heavy but first things first that was a good sunday wasn't it And who doesn't love a weekend of donkey whoop-ass? Over the past few days, I've read and heard heard where some had said that it wasn't a perfect game, but I suppose it was a win. Well, I've got to be honest, I haven't seen many perfect games from any team over the years. Good, yes, but not perfect. The only Raiders game that springs to mind that was close to perfect to 100% was Super Bowl XVIII. All that mattered was was winning the game. There was always going to be things to improve, but going 0-4 wasn't an option, so we had to win, whatever it took. As it turned out, I thought we played pretty well across the board. There were lots of positives to take from the game, so we should focus on those. Personally, it was my first good night's sleep I've had since January. <laughs> I'd like to welcome back the running game. It was great to see you, old friend. It's been too long. Please stick around a little while longer. It seemed to be a different vibe around the players this week. One thing that alarmed me recently was when Murph said to Scott Gilbranson and Evan Grote that there was no team spirit on the sideline at the Titans game. Thankfully, that seemed to change on Sunday. Maybe the team-only meetings should become a regular thing. Denzel Perryman being back reassured me. Meek Meek Robertson had a great game. Nate Hobbs continued to be a beast, and Devontae was, well, he was Devontae. My new hero, though, is Mac Hollins. His energy yes. and performances are infectious, and the dude is great to watch. When all I, when all is said and done, though, the the one guy that inspires today's fans and evokes memories of the past is Max Crosby. What a stu- what a stupor, what a superstar <laughs> that guy is. Oh, and by the way, I saw a guy wearing a fifty-five at one point. No, honestly, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit nervy. It must have been a Matt Millen throwback. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, it was a bit nervy towards the end, and when we reduced, when they reduced the lead to two points, Deja, deja Vu kicked in a little oh bit, gosh, and I was right? waiting for a cheap three and out from us, but we did the right things and closed out the game. As, as, as if winning isn't enough, we especially against them, we had the pleasure of watching Melvin Gordon having a <laughs> having a boo boo in the conference in the press conference. Sad sack, <laughs> as Ren and Stimpy used to say, "Happy, happy, joy, joy." <laughs> uh, yeah. So now it's on to Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> that's what he put. That wasn't yeah. The city where the flag is a family tree with one branch on it. The town song is a dueling banjos from Deliverance, a town where they worship a fat. Fat assed frog and his ludicrous hangers on, and his ludicrous ludicrous hangers on, and if you have one more, if you have more than one tooth, you can become a model. To add to that, they have a coach with a, with a colon the size of a hot air balloon. Big fat fatty. Jeez. Has anyone else seen the meaning of life by Monty Python? Yes. There's a character oh, in that movie. called Mister uh, Crisotti or Criosi. 
Is that right? A uh, huge fellow with an enormous appetite that explodes at the end of the sketch. Try watching that again now without thinking of Andy Reid. <laughs> I, hate the, I hate the Chiefs so much. I've hated them when they were nothing, and I hate them now. Some say hate is too strong of a word. I say it's not strong enough. I struggle to put my words for my dislike to them, so I'll put it like this. If I came across one of them on fire, I'd toast some marshmallows. <laughs> we know... We know how tough it's going to be on Monday. Very loud, and they're still the team to beat in the division. So we need to be aggressive from kickoff and smack them in the mouth first. Hey, let's go. There you go. I don't care about Kermit as much as I do Travis Kelsey. Uh, We've Mm. never been able to stop that clown, and it's hard enough to play against him without making things harder for ourselves. So no mistakes, please. Saying that I'd take a couple of well-judged penalties to see Kermit slammed into the dirt a few times. The theme. Yeah, there you go. If I had the opportunity to speak to Coach McDaniels before Monday night, I'd plead with him to not overthink things. Don't be too clever. Just work on improving last Sunday's game. None of the soft zone rubbish that we saw in the first half of the Titans game when we tried to just contain Derrick Henry. And oh, for the love of God, start being more productive in the red zone. It can't be as difficult as we're making it look. We need touchdowns, not field goals, especially against them. 30-plus points is a minimum. I have no score prediction of the game. I just hope that we play hard and don't make mistakes. Run the ball, control the clock, and keep that dorky Muppet idiot off the field as much as possible, (laughs) preferably in the blue tent. Uh, the, views, oh. the views of this email are mine and mine alone. So if any Chiefs fans take offense to anything, Murph uh, says you can give him my address and we can have a little chat. If And that's if your career allows you out. Uh, stay safe, RFR family. Love your Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Boggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five-time, 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 plus one, plus one, plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio, BRT Sizzler Award. Nice job, Paul. Good job, Paul. 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 I'm Paul. Yeah, you are. We appreciate you, Paul, ending off our uh, email segment each and every week. I forgot I gave him a sizzler last week. Yeah, so here's what I'm going to lobby for. Okay. So he's five-time, 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 just because Booker T. Five-time, 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 plus five. Plus four right now. Yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah. He gets one more sizzler. So here's, I I think that he should get one no matter what this week, even if you (laughs) split it up amongst multiple people. Uh Uh-uh. That way he could be five-time, 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 times two. Oh, uh, you see, you see, yeah. Okay, we might need to go there. Okay, maybe we'll see. <laughs> Franklin says, Paul, 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 plus one, 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 five times. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and jump in the sea of fans. Uh, we've got uh, quite a few voicemails to get to tonight. Uh, we're already running late on time. We had a three hour show last week. We're not doing three hours tonight, but we might go two and a half. So, you guys, good to hang in there. All right, so here we go. Let's kick it off, as always, with the man that is the leader of the made men and the made women, because uh, every crew needs a captain. And if you call the show three times and leave a voicemail or you in- email an indefinite amount of times, we will refer to you as a made man or a made woman. And again, the leader of that crew is our good friend. Uh, he is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and we call him the Capo. 
Greetings, South America. Sick Larry Moss on the boss, Sonny. Our sergeant on the sizzler. Big rated trucker. And congratulations, by the way. Mojo from the universe speaks. Ramon the Mean King, Swag Chef, Wild Raiders. Chuck spider him a can. In the Amiga Nation. On the Mater Raider. Nation. The Las Vegas Raiders are now one and three. That doesn't mean that everything's suddenly all right. It's hate week. Play the lead by Ving Rains, if you would. Play the epic rant from Uncle Mosh. Put that on loop. The true measure of this team is looming on Monday. This team has been reconstructed from the top to bottom to go head up with the mustard, mayo, and clad assholes from the show. <laughs> Our team will now line up against those Chiefs in Arrowhead. This is what this team must be constructed to do. We built the roster. We changed the coaching staff. The ownership has done an about phase all in order to take on the Chiefs in their so-called kingdom or anywhere on the planet, for that matter, for AFC West supremacy. I can't stand the Broncos, but I hate the Chiefs. There's nothing electric, electric about a supercharger. I hate the Chiefs. Meth pipes risen, barbecue pork ribs and beef, and their tomahawk chopping fans uh, with their dozens of teeth. Do I have to say it? I hate the damn Chiefs. Win for the nation. Do it for the town. Raiders up, Chiefs down. Now, last show, I started, you know, by, by saying that the Raiders don't really have to learn how to win, but Josh McDaniels does. And I'll be damned if he didn't get a clue. It's no coincidence that Josh, you know, Jacobs led the team to victory by pounding the rock at a top-tier defense in order to solidify a victory to the tune of 144 yards, two touchdowns, and 28 carries, plus an additional 31 yards on five catches. J.J. 28 didn't surpass 19 carries in any of the first three games of the season. So this obviously had to be an emphasis for McDonald, uh, McDaniels coming into last week. I said McDonald's because I'm thinking of Andy Reid wearing a McDonald's uh, jacket <laughs> with that big on Pfizer that he's got on his head. But I digress. Jacobs, you know, he was the key factor in the game. Now, I'll get to other people that I want to get superlatives too, but even Josh McDaniels had to say after the game, he's one of the best runners that I've ever been around. The Raiders coach McDaniels went on to say that, Take that for what it's worth. I've been around some good ones. He's got great ability to make yards after contact. He's a great. Um, he has a great ability to make yards, even if there's not a lot right there, right away. Now let's move on a little bit. Respect to Amik Robinson, DA17, Nate Hobbs, and Max Crosby for taking the players only meeting energy and transferring it to the field and balling out last week. Honorable mention to DC4, of course, for QB Jeff for finally using his legs to sustain drives instead of tucking tail and waiting for sacks at the first sign of pressure. I'm still disappointed in Waller, though. Chandler Jones, again, failed to register a single sack against uh, Ebony Graves' beloved donkeys. However, Not anymore. he was disrupted drawing <laughs> multiple penalties from the Denver offensive line. We'll need him to actually double down and repeat that effort coming up this next Monday. Now, silver linings, um, per the New York Times, our Raiders, yes, our Raiders, only have a 16% chance of making the postseason. Follow me now. Last season, the NFL went to 17 games. And when they went to 17 games, there were three teams that also started out one and three Come on. that made the postseason. I give you the Eagles, the Patriots, and, yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Moss. Now, moreover, the AFC West champions and the Chiefs, they also had a rocky start. Uh, by going three and four 
after their first seven games of the last season, after, once again, like the Raiders, losing on the road at the Titans to the tune of 27-3. I'm saying there's a chance. The hit list. People knowingly referring to a chiefdom as a kingdom. Come on. Favre, Herschel Walker, <laughs> Jackson Mahomes, Roger Goodell, Daniel Snyder, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, forever, that Kansas City native. Let's go ahead and hang a hundred on these fools and insurrectionists. Friends don't let friends root for the Chiefs. Now, this is an addendum. I'm not opposed to having our bus do a lap around Arrowhead Stadium after we bring home this dub, baby. Let's ride. Oh, Let's go. Nice, Let's go. Appreciate you, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, always kicking off this segment. All right, next up, we're going to hear from our good friend. We haven't heard from him in a hot minute. Other, than I got a chance to, to meet him in person at the, at the final preseason game down in Vegas, uh, which was cool. But let's check in with our good buddy, Lalo Meloso. What is up, Raider Nation? Uncle Mosh, Murph, and Swago. This is Lalo Maloso calling in for the Thursday show. See si, Oyes Jueves, el 6 de octubre, on Raiders Fan Radio. Sorry, guys, threw a little Spanish in there for uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. Come on. That's right. Something I'm not hearing a lot about from uh, Raider content creators, but hey. You will now. Uh, story for another day. I'm going to keep it positive. I wanted to talk about Josh Jacobs and that locker room interview he had after the game. I heard this interview on Raiders Fan Radio. On, uh, I'm sorry, Unlocked on Raiders with your boy Q on Monday. Was that the, the third? Now, if you're a huge Star Wars fan like myself and Uncle Mosh there, you <laughs> might enjoy that. What he had to say about attributing the win to his lucky socks. His lucky Darth Vader socks. Or as Al Davis would say, his Darth Vader socks. <laughs> I know a lot of Ra- Raider Nation doesn't see the correlation between Star Wars and the Raiders. You know, the dark side, uh, the Death Star, you know, and Allegiant Stadium. All right, I'll stop boring you with that. If you're a Star Wars fan, it's really cool to hear. want to give much respect to Amik Robertson. Now as a man who's uh, also vertically challenged... And has heard dozens and hundreds of short man jokes. Thank you, Omik, for showing that my little pony fool, little Judy, that you weren't able to maybe reach as high as him. But, hey, you didn't have to. You went right through him, which was more important. Going right through him and putting him on his you-know-what. All right, guys, thank you for taking my call. Murph, I hope you had a great time at your uh, concert. And remember, wherever there is injustice, you will find Raiders Fan Radio. Wherever there is suffering, Raiders Fan Radio will be there. Wherever liberty is threatened, you will find Raiders Fan Radio. Hasta luego, my tres amigos. Peace. Ah, oh, there he is. Lalo Molesso, dude. There you go, Lalo. So much respect. One of my favorite movies, The Three Amigos. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? That's so good, My Little Buttercup. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so thank you so very, very much for that call. And thank you for the call out there on Hispanic Heritage Month, which That's runs right. actually from the 15th to the 15th. Yep. It's uh, September 15th to, uh, to October 15th. Michelle, you have... Right. Uh, you are you're half Mexican, yep, right? Yes. Right. Um, right. My great grandmother is Mexican, uh, and uh, and I grew up in a predominantly uh, Mexican neighborhood. And oh, Jeff wow. is all the way white. All the way white. One hundred percent. Today he's Mexican adjacent because he's right next. Oh, to me. oh there you go. There nice, you go. Nice, there nice. you go. 
disguise. Uh, good stuff there. We appreciate you, Lalo Meloso, man. That was a great call out there. And great call, man. We appreciate you very, very much. Our- <laughs> You're so damn stupid. Uh, yes, I am. And you are 100% <laughs> You are, as, as Mosh would say, you are the eternal Caucasian. Yeah, and if you're yes. wondering, all you got to do is go to TikTok and watch Swag Jeff dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, next up. let's. Uh, so, hey, so we, we, we mentioned that if you call the show and you leave a message three times, uh, you become a made man or a made woman, and we've got a new made woman. Let's Woo! go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. We've got a new made woman checking in tonight. Uh, she is PSP Raiderette, and congratulations. You are the newest uh, made woman here at Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, Raiders Nation Radio. You know what? I'm sorry. I haven't been on. I, I, I haven't been able to do Raider Nation for a whole week be, just because they f***ed up my whole birthday week. <laughs> my year is this year. My birthday is 922. So my birthday is 92222. This is the year that I expected Raiders to f***ing blow up. So they just the fact that they just you know what started off real fucking bad that that broke my foot that hard I I just couldn't I I tried and I'm going to be a raider it's not like I'm leaving my raiders but you know what I had to take a break because they were ruining my birthday week but they fucking won beat these little <laughs> broke ass Bronco boys oh my god thank you goodness I needed this shit. I'm watching this game and I'm feeling, I'm feeling rejuvenated. Oh God, thank you. I needed this shit. Um, I can't get into technicals because I'm not like you guys. I don't pay as detailed as to technicals until I listen to other broadcasters point out stuff that I don't know. Like I'm still learning. I've been watching and I've been a Raider for, uh, or since, um, 1998, but, um, a lady and I just recently, um, stopped being a mom when I, when I stopped, but my kids, they're now grown. So I don't have to tend to them. So now I can tend to myself. So now I can focus on technicals and I can focus on, um, details and stuff like that. And I really appreciate your podcast because I learned so much. I'm learning so much that I did not realize I did not know. And just from being excited watching the game for years, I didn't know all the stuff that um, you guys pointed out. Um, Uncle Murph, you are a god. You, <laughs> you point out things that I did not realize I need to pay attention to. You didn't, um, point out, you point out things that I did not know I needed to know. So I'm sorry. I haven't been a loyal, 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 loyal fan, but I'm a Raider. Raider for life. Small my flag is flying on my car. Whether if we lost or won, they're still playing, uh, uh, flying on my car. Time ran out. No, I wasn't finished. No, I want to say thank you for welcoming me to your platform. I need to put a timer on. I know I need to put a timer on, so I, I'm, it's okay. I'm we'll give you grace. actually getting what I want to say into the minutes. But I want to also say thank you to Paul. 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 <laughs> Paul is a shit. Paul has made me feel so welcome. Honestly, he makes me feel as welcome as you guys do because he actually comments on the comments that I make in the comments or the things that I post on my Twitter too. So, you know what? 
thank you, Raider Nation, for welcoming me. Thank you for making me feel comfortable to come out here and voice my opinion. And thank you guys for welcoming me and making me feel like, I, you know what, I can be confident enough to um, participate in your voicemails. And I hope to someday become a well, you are made today as of today. Day. Let's go, PSP. Let's go. Let's go. Congratulations. Welcome to the table. That's right. This made woman is loyal, blustering in our fan mail. Mess with her, I would deter. She'll kick you right in your tail. Her face is always game ready, painted in silver and black. She is loyal to the Raider Nation. She always has our back. She cheers as she storms our podcast. A fan no prouder or bold. And here on Raiders Fan Radio, her fandom is as valued as gold. This made woman is a Raider. A fierce and loyal fan. She's out here yelling and clearly telling. She can kick ass as good as a man. Let's go. Right. Nice job, PSP Raiderette. We appreciate you. Yes, yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now has a seat at the table. So I so, love when that thing gets played. Yeah. Well, that's a hell of a sound bite. You lo- you, <laughs> that's a hell of a damn you sound You listen bite. to that to fall asleep at night. <laughs> Absolutely. I got that shit on repeat, bro. <laughs> All right. So there are six made women. Okay. Nice. Here at Raiders oh, wow. Fan Radio. Michelle, cool. I'm going to put you on the spot. Can oh. you name them? Okay. Granny... Granny, is one right? Maritime uh, Haley. Granny, yeah. Haley's one. Oh, yeah, Haley was Co- the first one. Coach's daughter. Did she get made? I was. Uh, someone's no. got a daughter. I thought wasn't there. No, okay. no, okay. I don't think so. No, nope. gonna. Okay, mm. PSP Raiderette. PSP Raiderette. There you go. All right. So the me. Yeah, there you go. You were How number two. That? So Haley in Scotland was number yeah. one. Uh-huh. You were number two. Then Maritime Granny. Then we heard from her earlier tonight. Erica, Erica S. Erica, Erica, Erica yes, S. Right. Okay, and then. The maid woman who says she's not as much of a fan. Ebony, I can't believe I've left her off. (laughs) Oh, man. So, Miss Ebony Graves, that's right. So, now we have six maid women here at Raiders Fan Radio, and we appreciate you so very, very much. And keep them coming. The more ladies, the better, man. That's right. The more ladies, the better, man. This is great. So, we appreciate you. Man, get your wives made. What are you doing? Let's go. Bring them in. Bring them into the mix. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right. Let's uh, check in now with uh, another couple maid men. These are our good buddies out there in Fremont. California. Let's check in. Listen, I know I'm putting my thumb on a scale, but we, we give a sizzler to the best calls of the week. These guys have done everything from like Star Wars reenactments and all kinds of stuff, and the Mangus Boys brought it this week. I love it, this call from the Mangus Boys. Alright, brother, we're here. Now, you know what you want? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. Welcome to McDonald's. How can I get, can I get your order? Oh, uh, yeah. Give me the uh, Victory Monday special. And uh, make it two, please. Anything else? Uh, yes. Can I get a side of uh, Denver McNuggets? Like, as much as you can give me. Anything else? Uh, yes. Uh, can we get a side of Suck It Russell Wilson sauce? And just give us as much as you can put in the bag. We like a lot of sauce with that. Anything else? Ooh, and can you put extra, can we, instead of regular fries, can we get extra salty fries and for the drinks? Denver Bronco Tears? Yeah, Denver Bronco Tears. Make them both Denver Bronco Tears. Extra salty. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Casey, your next pie. Anything else? Uh, yes. Two, Casey, your next pie. Anything else? 
No, that'll complete our order. $23 to mend up, please go forward. Thank you. Wow, $23, that's a steal. You know, right? It's Victory Monday. Happy Victory Monday, everybody. And KC, you're Your next. Right. Yeah, oh, I love her. Yes, love her. <laughs> the Mendes boys ordering it through drive-through. Can we get what Bronco tears? Yeah, uh, yeah, two Broncos tears. That was, that was so funny. Extra salty. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, next up, let's. Uh, this is a. This guy's becoming like he he's really bringing it now when he calls the show. Totally. This is this is when one of our our, our I wouldn't say he's not a new made man, but a recent made man we'll say. And uh, there's a certain theme to his call and he's crushing it every week. Holy fucking shit, fam. We finally <laughs> won a game. I'm not gonna lie, this one's a bit more special to me just because I hate the fucking Broncos. Like I didn't I'm I didn't grow up during the time with the rivalry between the Steelers and the Raiders and stuff. For me, it's always been the Broncos. Can't stand those dudes. You know, I remember when we were in our down years. If we beat the Broncos, I didn't give a shit how the season went. I just wanted to beat the fucking Broncos. And it was a pleasure to watch them beat them this week. And we did what we've all been yelling at. We ran the fucking ball. Josh Jacobs was killing it. I don't give a shit that Carr had zero touchdowns. I don't care that Devontae Adams didn't get touchdown in this game. I care about win. That's all that matters. I mean, that's what you got to do. If they're trying to stop the pass, beat them with the run. They start to creep up and try to stop the run, beat them with the pass. I mean, it's a simple concept. I'm happy for the win, and we got the Chiefs next. If we pull this... We set ourselves up good going into the bye weeks. You know what it is. Man, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Nice job, Josh, in the 703. All right, next up, we uh, we heard from our good friend down in Texas. We call him the Historian, and he is Houston Raiders Steve. Murph, Mosh, Swag Jeff, Nation, Houston Raiders Steve. Great win over the Bronco Hose. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. 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 Please, please, please. Oh no, Broncos, we suck again. Hey, who wants to look like a cream sickle anyway? And what about that barrel guy? No, thank you. All I can say is great win. Raiders are back, baby. Goodbye. Nice. Nice job, Houston Raiders, Steve. We appreciate you. I love it when Houston Raiders, Steve sings, man. You can't get it. it Totally. It doesn't get any better than that. The the, the commitment. It's what it's all about, right? Yep. All right, next up, let's check in with the next made person here on Raiders Fan Radio. He's the next made man, and we're going to go out to the 503 Northern California. Chico represent, I'm guessing, Chico, Oroville, whatever up in there in that area of Northern California. And let's check in with our good friend. I think he's in the chat room tonight, and this is William up in the 530. And congratulations on becoming the next made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, what up, nation? This is your boy, William from 530. Just got off work, realized what day it was, got to get my call in. Oh, man, I'm so happy. I'm so relieved. 
I'm not getting my hopes up too high yet. Let's let's give it let's, let's give it a couple weeks and we'll see where we're at before we start loading those expectations back on. Uh, the best I could say was the past three weeks before this week, we were like a kid who just got a bunch of presents for Christmas, couldn't figure out where or what they wanted to play with. Took us a couple weeks. We got mellowed down, and we figured out stay simple and do what we've been saying to do. The whole nation's been saying, run the f***ing ball! <laughs> Damn, was it that hard? Have you looked at the stats and our winning percentage when Jacobs gets 20-plus carries a, a game? Man. And I'm still frustrated as f***. Chandler Jones out there doing his best John Cena impersonation every week. <laughs> Man. I'm tired of not seeing you. Shut the up. Man. Well, that's my call for this week. Have a good one, Nation. Until next week, peace. Ah, there he is. Awesome, man. Congratulations to our good buddy, William, and the 530. You are the newest made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, William, you rock, man. Good job there on your call. We appreciate you, William, in the 530. And you know what? Like, that's what the show is all about. So if, you, if, you're, if you're not sure you want to call the show, listen, you know the number. It's 909-345-3346. Just call, man. It doesn't have to be a perfect call. It doesn't have to be long. You don't have to do any big produced bits. You just call in. Give us a quick take. Tell us why you're a Raider fan. Tell us why you love the Raiders. Tell that's us it. anything, man. Just, just but, but, but like Mosh says in there, it's all about participation. And that's, that's what it. makes this right. thing so fun to do. And we appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight, everybody that called, and everybody yeah. that emailed, of course. These are my, these are my favorite nights when multiple people get yeah. made in one night and stuff. That's just, I mean, because it's new people coming in and we're growing this RFR family. It's such a cool thing, man. I love it. Absolutely. You know, and I was going to read all the different, the made men and made women tonight, but we're, since we're long, I won't get to it. But like, it's getting to be a long ass list. Oh, like, yeah. it's, it's fantastic how many people have participated in this show over the years. And we appreciate you also very, very much. And so, uh, congratulations to William and also PSP Raiderette tonight, the newest made folks here at Raider. Fan radio. All right, next up. So, speaking of produced bits, let's check in with our buddy T Hom. Oh, he's always bringing it. Broncos country. Let's ride. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> 
country let's ride we're not going to make it we're going to make it no, i don't think we're going to make it we're going to make it we're not going to make it broncos country let's ride right, there he is t home nice, nice job Anytime you can incorporate movie clips and show clips, we're all about that kind of stuff. All right, next up, let's hear from uh, from our good buddy, uh, the breaker of Masha's chair. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, my gosh, man. So funny. Let's hear from our good friend. He Some call him the meme king. He is Raider Ramon. Raider f***ing nation. Let's f***ing go. Okay, it's only one win, but all the right Ra- players showed up with that fire. We got DC yelling at mother... Josh Jacobs running mad. The defense was playing late. It was good to see a sense of urgency, and special teams was live, too. Now, for Josh Jacobs, keep the boy the rock, and for the love of God, let the kid run it. Max Crosby is, Max Crosby is back to Mad Max in the Thunderdome. Sorry, I had a stroke. I slur and shit. And it looks like you got under everybody's asses. And if you remember the Tennessee Titans game, go back to RFR after dark when Coppa was on. He called a big breakout game from Amik Robertson. So Q Stradamus strikes again. Let's f***ing get this Chiefs win. Please, for the love of f***ing God, let's f***ing go. Ah, there he is. Yeah, Ramon. That's my freaking dude, man. That's our guy, man. He's, he's the best. And so thankful to see Ramon and, and to see him in good health. You know what I mean? Considering all and the a challenges. Good spirit. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's what it's all about. It's all about the spirit and the attitude you bring to the table. Uh, all right, next up, let's hear from our buddy that it calls himself the northernmost Raider fan. He is up there in not only Alaska, but northern Alaska. He is Kill Jadis. Right, that donkey, donkey, SB kit. Oh, Humpty Dumpty. Gonna, gonna get up, get down. Gonna, gonna get up, get down. Right, that donkey, donkey, SB kit. Oh, Humpty Dumpty. Gonna, gotta get up, get down. Gotta, gotta get up, get up. down. <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody, it's Raider Savage. Keep it alive and let me jive. Up in Alaska, I'm here to say the Raider Nation's come alive. 0-3 is not where he wanted to be, and we had to get a win. Lo and behold, the Broncos <laughs> came to town with their quarterback, Russell Wilson. It was a hard-fought game, but in the end, the donkeys were lame. As Josh Jacobs ran through the donkey's deed, he could never be tamed. <laughs> Our defense showed out in this western bout, and we were in a different class. With Mad Max the O-line, he did pass to put Dan Wilson on his ass. <laughs> Right, that donkey, donkey, as a beat kit. Oh, Humpty Dumpty. Gonna, gonna get up, get down. Gonna, gotta get up, get down. Right, that donkey, donkey, as a beat kit. Oh, Humpty Dumpty. Gonna, gotta get up, get down. Gotta, gotta get up, get down. If you got beef, Broncos, eat a pork chop. Once a raised our bone, what's gonna stop? As Garthie goes to his best friend, and the Broncos passes, they drop. Smashed was Gordon's face as Harmon laid it on like Tim and Hayes. It was then Robertson scooped up the ball for a touchdown to change the pace. Derek Carr even ran the ball a few times to the joy of Raider Nation, and that run by Samir White sealed the Broncos to their damnation. Sacks with some tackles for loss made the Broncos eat our grass as Man and Max the whole line he passed to put Dan Wilson on his ass. 
Right, that donkey, donkey, as a big kid, oh, Humpty Dumpty, gonna, gonna get up, get down, gonna, gonna get up, get down. Right, that donkey, donkey, as a big kid, oh, Humpty Dumpty, gonna, gotta get up, get down, gotta, gotta get up, get down. Raider Nation, if you love your Raiders, say hey, hey, hey. <laughs> to all those who love RFR, say ho, oh. with Mirth doing his penitent thumb dance and Vosh eating a cannoli. And so I can bring the drip, cause you know that the crew is ready to freaking party. Cause ain't no party like a Radio Nation party, cause a Radio Nation party don't stop. So get the booze pouring down, and don't be a clown and get the grill master his prop. Now that we got a win in the city of sin, don't let the foot off of the gas. Brumpus country, let's cry, cause the Raiders can buy to whip them fleas off that ass. <laughs> right, that donkey, donkey, as a big kid, oh, Humpty Dumpty. Gonna, gonna get up, get down, gonna, gonna get up, get down. Ride that donkey, donkey, as we get all Humpty Dumpty. Gotta, gotta get up, get down. Gotta, gotta get up, get down. Rest in peace, Coolio. And let's bring on the Chiefs. Ooh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Good goals. Oh, my gosh. Yes, definitely. Rest in peace. Much respect. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. That was, it's, it's all about the commitment, Michelle. That, that was, that was commitment. That really was commitment. I, I love the commitment. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you love that shit. I did uh, really yeah, do. yeah. I wonder how many takes it took him to do that. Because, like, I wonder how many times he got, like, three quarters of the way through that. And oh, he's yeah, like, yeah. shit! Yeah. Gotta start over! Do it, do it again, <laughs> Macho Man! <laughs> From the top! You blew it! <laughs> you blew it! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so funny man great job there by kill janice we appreciate you all right one more to get to tonight before we get out of here and uh so we're gonna head out to the canary Island. so from northern alaska to the canary islands and uh we're gonna hear from our buddy uh he is the italian born but uh of course the raider born most important raider born rico and you know listen if you got a beverage you know eh, pour it you got candles light them you got lights? Turn them down. You got incense? Burn it. What else, Jeff? I don't know. You got a shirt? Lose it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do your thing. Do your thing, bro. All right, let's check in. With you got blinds? Close them. There you go. There you go, Yeah, Michelle. that was much better than much mine. Much better, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> put us in a giggle box there all right next up let's hear from our good buddy on the canary islands the uh the the always shirtless raider i don't know that raider born rico hey guys raider born rico here so last time we talked about raider identity and uh how about that raider defense we were talking about max crosby and nahobs in the right direction and here they are love what they've done kudos to max crosby kudos to nate hobbs Kudos to Amik Robertson. They win this game together with the number 28. And that's why we're wearing and we buy that jersey, number 28, Josh Jacobs. And now let me give some 
congratulations let me um uh, let me cheer for the real dc dc2 hey. daniel carson he's the man the real deal now dc4 hey you think you're going away with that yeah i'm watching man you think you're going away with these couples of couples of forest gump runs no man <laughs> You still are scared into the end zone. You got to be more effective. I'm watching you, man. I'm watching you. I was watching at Gruden, and now the Gruden is gone. You are the liability. So I'm looking at you. Ooh. I know you're listening because you ran after my message. So listen to that. Red zone. You got to score touchdowns. We're, we're against the Muppets. You got to show something there. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch you getting beat and sacked all over the time. So run and be effective in the red zone. Scramble like a mother and you know what? We all this say I love you all and I'm out. All right, there is Raider Born Rico. Right on. Paul in the chat says all the flowers in the garden have started growing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> there we go. The Rico effect. Oh, we appreciate you, Rico. We appreciate all the amazing callers and emailers uh, that we have had tonight. So we call it the Sizzler Award, in which we award to the best email or phone caller of the night. And so, Swag Jeff. So Mosh usually does that. Yes. In Mosh's absence, it goes to you. Yeah. Well, Uncle Mosh has, has retired, and so I guess it's just kind of me now, huh? Well, I would say this. Can I float some out there? Sure. Let's since we've got for the first time, uh, you know, as a, as a more permanent fixture around here. I love Michelle that idea. Sweat in the, in, in, here in the fan cave. Let's get Michelle's input on it too. What do you guys got for the Sizzler Award tonight? Absolutely. Well, I'll ru- I'll run it down for you, Michelle, before okay. you before you get put on the spot All there right. and pick a winner tonight. So we started with the emails: Erica S, Raider Shank, Jake from State Farm, Virginia, Silver and Black Mac, JJ Raider, and of course. Paul. And then the the voicemail started. We started, of course, as always, with Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, our capo, and then Lala Meloso, who talks about uh, Josh Jacobs' Vader socks, respect to a meek, and all the short kings. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) PSP Raiderette gets made. Uh, Daniel and Matthew Mangus with the perfect drive-through order. Josh in the 703 is pumped for the Broncos win. Uh, Respect to JJ and man, F Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) Uh, Houston Raider Steve, he's riding that donkey. Uh, William from the 530 gets made tonight. T-Hom, Broncos weren't riding. Uh, uh, Raider Ramon is fired up. He may slur his voice, but he hits all the facts. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killed Jadis with an incredible song, R.I.P. Coolio. And Rico is fired up for the defense. Respect to Josh Jacobs, Max Amik, and the real DC, Daniel Carlson. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay, this is hard. This like it's when hard, you're, isn't it? When you're at home, like you're like, oh, it's easy. This is easy, but I, I've I've got two, so maybe you guys want to sp- like help me split it. Like, there's well, it's two up to y'all. Don't look, yeah, don't so, look at me. Just give them. Just give them both. Size of on this. The, the Mangus. Paul, you listening? The Mangus twins and Kill Jadis. Like those two, oh, I thought were okay. really good. There you go. So Daniel and Matthew Mangus and Kill Jadis, you all okay. get a oh, scissor. Nice. 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 They're so work. good. Sizzler. Really Sizzler. 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 Great job, Michelle. Great Thank job. You. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Ah, 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 ah.
the Chiefs. Hollands. <laughs> Yikes. Where are you going at, Jeff? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, hey, uh, on a, on a, I hate to end it on a, on a sad note, but I, I do want to uh, be rem, uh, remiss if I didn't mention uh, much respect and Raider in peace to Clarence Davis. Yes. Uh, the uh, the running back who famously caught the, uh, the Sea of Fans pass uh, from Kenny Stabler. I'm going to hit an audio bite just kind of uh, here on the way out. And uh, so I'm going to play that for you all. So this is the famous uh, AFC playoff game at the Oakland Coliseum against the freaking Miami Dolphins. Stabler makes the throw, but as you'll hear Stabler say on this, it had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with uh, Clarence Davis. Well, I tell him anybody can catch the easy one. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you gotta make the hard catch. 35 seconds left. First and goal for Oakland. They trail 26 21. The promised land is eight yards away. That's a pass to Saber. Look it, look it, look it. He runs. He's at the 15. He throws. It is. A touchdown, Raiders. Touchdown, Raiders. Clarence Davis made the play. I certainly didn't make the play. Vern Den Herter hits me, and I, don't, I get very little on the ball. It's kind of a dying duck end over end deal. Back into a sea of hands in the end zone. An exciting play that'll be relived because of Clarence's effort. Davis got there first, and it was the Raiders' promised land. Of all the people on the team that were eligible receivers, the one guy you would never want to throw a ball to is Clarence Davis, because he had boards for hands. But guess what, at that moment, at that time in the game, he had the softest, surest hands in the history of the game. From that high speed here in Oakland, as they have defeated Miami 28 to 26. All right, Darius Clarence Davis, number 28 for your uh, then Oakland Raiders, uh, catching, of course, the game-winning pass from Kenny Stabler in the 1974 uh, Divisional Championship game against the Miami Dolphins. And uh, the, listen, the Miami Dolphins were like the freaking kings of football back then. They were this totally. Is, you know what I mean? This was like one of the best teams in football, and the Raiders freaking beat them. And this was a guy that historically, did, like you hear Ron Wolf <laughs> say in that clip, did not have great hands. But in that moment, he did. And what do we always say about about players that they're about great players. They're not always great, but they're always great when they have to be. Totally. And so much respect to number 28, much respect to the legacy of Clarence Davis winning that game for the Raiders. Man, just, a, just you know, such a great legacy that he left behind and, uh, and Raider in peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's go ahead and get on out of here, Raider Nation. We appreciate you so very, very much. I will say this. We're going to be off next week, so don't look for us on Wednesday. We're going to be breaking down. We all down- got the bye. We all got a bye week. So we're going to be breaking down a fan cave, redoing some things around here. So look for us the Wednesday after that. Uh, and also, too, um, just again, I want to shout out uh, uh, Ron, the Raider, who wasn't able to join us tonight. Uh, much love and prayers to you and your family, Ron. Yes. We're thinking about you uh, incredibly, my friend. And I look forward to hearing some positive news and your return next week. Absolutely, absolutely. And thanks to everyone in the chat. Foxy Scorpio, Kill Jadis, Ebony Graves, uh, let's see, Daniel Mangus, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Paul, uh, Paul? Raider Ramones in there, uh, Franklin83, Lala Meloso, uh, let's see, Blind Athlete, thank you guys for tuning in. This was such a fun episode. Uh, we raised 165 bucks oh, tonight. Hey, for the one hey, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Michelle, 
Tell, tell us about where they can find you on, on social media and all that good stuff, and, and, and then we'll get out of here. And hey, and welcome to the team, yeah, Michelle. Man, let's go. Welcome, welcome so to excited. the big table. Right, there you the go. Yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. I have my own table. Yeah, you um, do. Yeah, you can find me at Inclined to Improvise on uh, all of the things. Facebook, Instagram, uh, I'm on TikTok. Um, all of that. That's it. That's where you can find me, Inclined to Improvise. There you okay. go. And you'll find her here Wednesday nights on That's the, right. the fan cake. Yeah, More absolutely. importantly, for sure. So, hey, thanks, everyone, for tuning in for another uh, fun and awesome episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas? Start in an Oakland. That's right. Good night, everybody. Love you. Adios, malingerers. <laughs> we love you, Uncle Mosh. Yeah, we do. Love you, Mosh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeffrey, don't. <laughs> just, just don't need oh. it. <laughs> I'll send another super chat for some pictures. Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Have you seen the have you seen the Dahmer oh, series the yet? Dahmer well the first episode yeah, so he, he takes these guys back for like because he wants to take pictures oh God, for like so mo- like modeling pictures. Crazy. Oh no. Yeah. So Jeffrey Dahmer gave us two dollars to see some nice. pictures. Nice. Yeah, so so they would take pictures, so we could take pictures of us for three hundred dollars. We'll send pictures. Yeah, (laughs) I'll send pictures. Whatever the hell he wants for three hundred dollars. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a four fifty-five meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.